2: Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience.
1: News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic.
3: All right, salute to Knicks Nation, CP the franchise. Back at it. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. This is the live interview with my guy, Sky Zoo, rapper, MC, lyricist, diehard Knicks fan, Brooklyn zone. Sky Zoo, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show, bro.
2: What's up, bro? What's up? What's going on, partner? I had to run to the fridge in yeah. the man cave real quick because I said we're gonna be sitting down for a while of course I gotta get situated and get it together you know what I mean of
3: course of course man now nah, thanks for joining me man um well let's let's start this off you know you and I had connected at uh before that but but in person at uh Knicks Hawks game four man yeah and Knicks on their way to getting routed and ultimately getting out of up out of this series last Wednesday game five Um, just talk about the overall season, you know, how did you reflect back on the season once it was all said and done?
2: Oh man. Well, you know, it was, um, a Cinderella season for sure. You know, it was a Cinderella season, which is a good thing. It's something we can build on. It's something that we can know. Okay. This is where we started. We didn't even know we would start this high. So now, you know, we started here and, um, there's nowhere to go, but up, you know, now there's expectations. Now there's, We proved we could do certain things, right? So it's no turning back. There's no, you know, well, you know, we doing this this year, nah. Like last year, y'all was cooking, so y'all got to keep cooking. And that's the league. That's everybody looking around, like, oh, y'all showed something, like, show that it wasn't a fluke. You know what I mean? So now there's expectations and everything to meet. So, it was it was a good season, man. We didn't expect this. We was we was fade for cave. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like we was you know. Go under the rug for Suggs, like we was, you know, what I mean, we had all that that kind of talk going on in November, and now, you know, we sitting back like, yo, we hit the playoffs, boom, boom, boom. Like I said, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, nowhere to go but up, man. And today it was just announced that um Tom
3: Thibodeau named Coach of the Year. You know, Beautiful. that so that goes with Julius's uh, most improved Player
2: of the Year. What, what you think about the job that Tibbs did this year with him? I thought it was amazing. And going into the season, I definitely was with Tibbs getting the job because of his prestige and what he's done and you know his resume speaks for itself but the one thing that scared me was running people knees into the ground i was like yo Mm. Tibbs gonna make them boys work and i don't know we saw how that went before you know and he did you know julius and rj led the league in minutes (laughs) i mean so yeah he did but thank god they seem to be in great shape and they cool but uh Tibbs did an amazing job you know this this pretty much similar roster to the year before a few different pieces give or take but very similar to the year before and Look at what we did. Look at what he did. So, you know, I, you got to just give it up 100% to him.
3: Yeah, true story, man. And I came on earlier to talk about him winning the award. And, you know, I, you could make the argument about, you know, players being overworked because it did look like they kind of ran out of steam at the end. For me, it's just yeah. it's just hard to tell, you know, objectively. Yeah. Whether or not that happened without seeing plays, you know, getting hurt or directly saying it. You could tell, you know, like I said, that game four, being there in Atlanta and watching D. Rose limping off the court, he definitely didn't look good. Um, The West Coast trip was certainly took a a toll. I think it did take a toll on him, you know, because they were under the gun to maintain that fourth seed. And then at Mm -hmm. the same time, they're on a six-game road trip out West, in which they did yeah. go 3-3, three and three. you know, they did show a good show, but that double overtime or, or was overtime loss to the Lakers, you know, to finish the yeah. trip, you know, that was tough. That, that I think yeah. that definitely took a toll on him, bro.
2: 100%. I think the only thing, too, with Tibbs, you know, as much as I like him and, and, and as much as he deserved to get this award, you hope that that 39, 40 minutes a night doesn't scare people off when yeah. it comes to people wanting to come into a situation. It's one thing for this to be a team that Tibbs inherited, like, all right, we got to play 40 minutes a night. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But it's another thing for somebody to choose to play 40 minutes a night. You know what yeah. I mean? So you just hope that that doesn't hold people back. You know, I know people talk about Kawhi and all that. We all know Kawhi like to chill when, when it's time to chill. Yeah. like Or when it's not time to chill. He, he likes to chill when he's saying, no, nah, I ain't doing nothing tonight. I'm cooling. And Tibbs ain't going to be with that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we, we hopefully, you know, his his ways don't scare off potential incoming players. But uh, we rocked and rolled, man. Like, I'm, I'm super proud of him. Super proud of him true story man once again salute to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for your boys yo Knicks hit Fan that TV. thumbs up button for your boys I wanted to say that for so long that, that's your tagline yo You're, hit that thumbs up button for your boys you already you know, know man saying? you already absolutely. know absolutely uh, yeah this is Nick's Fan
3: TV live presented by Manscaped special guest Sky Zoo in the building we're talking Knicks and his upcoming album dropping this Friday all the brilliant things so we're gonna yeah. get into all of that man if you guys wanna call in talk about Nick's, talk to Sky Zoo man the phone line's up six five seven three eight three one five zero nine. We'll also take some calls via the Discord as well. Um, talking about this season, bro, what was who,
2: what or who was your biggest surprise this season? I think Randall was everybody's. I yeah. think if, if you ask anybody, it'll, it'll be kind of unanimous. You know, uh, going into it, you know, everybody was like, "Yo, we got to move on from from Son. We got Obi. Yeah. Obi gonna take over yeah. that spot." And I think Julius was watching the draft and was like, oh, word? All right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't got no intel, no nothing. Obviously, they get along well on the court, but I think the competitive spirit in him might have been like, oh, word? That's yeah. what we doing? All right. You make his rethink that. And, and and he cooked. He proved it. Yeah, big time, bro. Now,
3: on the playoff side of things, didn't really go so well for him. You sat yeah. there. You watched the whole series. Yeah. Did, did, your, did your view on him change by the time the playoffs ended?
2: No, I think it just showed you have somebody who's really talented and who put in a ton of work. Mm-hmm. This was a situation of as talented as he is, the work definitely was what pushed it over. You know, it, it, it was that whole type of vibe. And regardless of all of that, it showed heads need a roster upgrade. You know, and I remember talking to some of my people, you know, in my chat with the Knicks and all that, and I, you know, with my Knicks fans, you know, homies and all that. And it was like, yo, we need a roster upgrade bad. Like, regardless of how dope the season went and the Cinderella season and the magic of it yo we really need a roster switch up you know yeah. there's not a lot of I mean some heads yeah but not a lot of heads that that need to be coming back as much as we may feel some type of attachment to them because it was kind of a grit and grind season not to borrow that from the Grizzlies but kind of a grit and grind type season and blue collar lunch pail 93 94 season yo we need some talent yeah you know I mean a lot of this was was you know squeezing, you know, water out of a rock, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we, we need yeah. a real talent upgrade at a lot of them seats on that bench. So, you know, but um, I think that's the only thing that improved with Julius, that you're putting so much on his plate. And if you had a real point guard, if you had a sniper in that starting lineup, you know, if you had those types of things around him, that he'll really be able to cook. One night he may be the number one, one night he may be the number three, because yeah. you got that much talent on the squad and it don't got to be, You know Miami Big Three or nothing like that, or Brooklyn Big Three. You know you just need the right talent around him. Everybody need to be able to go get twenty if they have to, without losing sleep. Yeah, that's what it got to be about.
3: I I agree, man. You know I was one coming into the season before the season started. I'm like, yeah, we need to move on from him. He's not the guy. And then Mm -hmm. he came in, turned the whole thing around, um, made winning plays. You know that's what I was looking for. Can he make winning plays? Can he shoot the three at a reasonable clip? where I won't yeah. miss Porzingis because obviously that was one thing that Porzingis did not make winning plays but he was a, he was a nice shooter from three yeah, you know, yeah, Julie's he, he's first year, he was 29% from three, he was laying bricks out there so, yeah. um, and then on top of the turnovers and everything, he just wasn't a guy for me but he really proved me wrong this season, you know, playoffs was disappointing for me, man, um, just just yeah. watching it and going from 37 points per game against this team, the Hawks to 18, uh, you know 58% from, from the field to 38%, you know, 50 50% from 3 to
2: 30 I mean, he was just god-awful, man. But... Yeah. I, it, it was rough, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think if this was any other city, it would have been, well, we happy because we made it in. Yeah. And it went bad, but it's okay. This is New York. So once we got a little taste of that, it was on. It was like, nah, we supposed to be running this. Now nah, yeah. we supposed to get to the chip. And I think deep down, you know we wasn't going that far. But, yeah. you know, you saw the potential and that dream started to look real. It wasn't playing spot it wasn't the eighth seed it it was the fourth Fourth. it was like yo four court advantage it was like yo yeah that's my duel or something like i definitely had us in six yeah i definitely had us in six that's what i I thought bro definitely
3: had us there that's what i thought like when the season first started even when we first had some some impressive wins you know the the blowout win against the bucks at home you know the rivers game against the jazz and you're starting to see like okay, they're they saying something right now. I'm like, yeah. all right, maybe they'll they'll compete for the playing. But right. I never saw a fourth seed. And then by the time we hit the All-Star break, we're in the fourth seed. I'm like, yeah. okay, but the second half of the schedule is going to get tough. I expect mm-hmm. them to come back a little bit, especially defensively. Then they yeah. get Rose, and they, yeah. they're right there, bro. They're yeah. right there. I don't think they dip below seventh on that whole stretch. And then, you know, there was a lot of uh, – you know there was there was very little separation between four through ten
2: at times, even yeah, in the second absolutely. half of the schedule. So it was absolutely. an incredible run, man. You know confidence is everything, yeah. and confidence can push you through a lot. Whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether whatever it is, confidence can push you through anything. So mm-hmm. I feel like once heads got on a little run, there was a confidence that kicked in with everybody from yeah. one through fifteen of, yo we could do this, and there was a confidence of Julius like yo I might be the nicest. Might be top 10 in the league right now. Like, there was a yeah. confidence within him that pushed it. And then I, I think with the playoffs, them lights got bright, man. Them I think lights it got bright, bright. bro. I, I think the first night, what they went, like, 0 for 10 out the gate or whatever yeah. it was? It looked like yeah. that. 0, it looked like 0 for 15 right away. So I think they were so excited. You know, they needed to calm down, just, yeah. all right, let's, let's get – I know y'all never been here before. Let's get this under control. You know, them lights was real bright. Yeah. And, um, and it showed, and I don't think they was able to recover – Quick enough
3: Going from 2000 Even though it was It was live in there You know I went to a couple of games Went to Phoenix San Antonio Went to Sacramento mm-hmm. uh, And when we had 2000 there and we were still The energy was there But bro yeah. When we went to 15 Y'all forget it that place was rumbling bro Forget
2: rumbling. it get it it was like yeah. back in the days right yeah. <laughs> oh my
3: good yo it was rumbling in there when i yeah. tell you man so Beautiful. you know it was a good time to be there but it's just tough to see him flame out that way but i just felt like they they lost to you know a better team in in the atlanta hawks
2: um, yeah they, they got talent over there man yeah. i ain't gonna hold you trade Trey is for real it shows you when you got a real point guard what can happen <sighs> man like Trey is for real You're still waiting Still waiting, you yeah, know. Man, you know that that that's
3: nothing to D Rose, but you know he could only do what he could. do Oh no, man. not at all. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I, that's somebody I want to see come back next year. Yeah, so I'd love to, to see him come back. I, I, like, I would love to see him
3: come back. I just, yeah. you know, as a starter, he's not going to hold up. You know, we right, just need that right. long term option. But I would, I would definitely sign up for for bringing D Rose back, man.
2: Hundred um,
3: percent. Biggest disappointment this season. Who who are you most disappointed in this season? Oh
2: man, oh, that's tough, man. Yeah, some of them. Like you could say Obi, but but Obi didn't get the, the shot, right? You know, because if Randall wasn't here, clearly Obi was gonna be the starting four. He was gonna get all the touches. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be him and RJ mm-hmm. throwing the rock back, boom, boom, boom. You know, it was gonna be all that. So yeah. you, you want to say Obi, but you kind of can't, you know? And yeah, you can't just throw the kid in like, all right, I know you ain't playing three games, but just go. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. you know, not as a a first year guy with all this, you know. They had this pitch on the side of the building, and now you're not playing. Right, the right. Expectations go from here to there. and You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the garden had him wrapped around it one day. The next day, it's, "I right, son, hold it down, because Julius is cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you know, you can't really say Obi as much as it seems like you want to. I don't know, man. Um, RJ Cook. Um, I say, I guess Mitchell, but just from a health standpoint. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, just from a mm-hmm. health standpoint. And that's out of his control. So it's hard to say that. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because the guys you may have been disappointed in, you kind of knew they was going to be disappointed before the (laughs) season started. You know what I mean? Like, the guys at the end of the bench or whatever, like, you knew a lot of them guys. You know, you knew what what Kev was going to do. And, you know, you knew where that was going to be. You know what I mean? Like, them type of guys. And, you know, it is what it is. But you saw that coming. Yeah, You know, you you saw that that being on the way. I'm going to go with Kev, bro. Because I just felt like he started
3: the season off okay. Like, we we, we gave him the nickname Corner Boy, Kev. He was hitting the corner three at 50% of clear. Him and Julius had that connection going. And then, you know, he lost his playing time. Obi took his spot, basically. And then you just never saw him. And then even in the little minutes that he got, he just... You know, he just never really put it together well, man. I think Kev's career so far, three years into the league, has been a huge disappointment, you know, from his well, rookie Well, yeah, we're year. talking about overall, absolutely. Overall. I mean,
2: you're talking about a guy who, lotto pick. Yeah. Supposed to be, you know, the, the small forward of the future, take over, you know, with mellow spot, with Melo right. left. like He should have taken thinking, Bullock like, spot, to be real. He should have taken yeah. Bullock's spot, bro. Right. You know, like, he was supposed to, mellow left, he was supposed to come in and fill those shoes. Like, yeah. All right, we need a small forward that could do it all. Boom, 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 boom. And, you know, when a guy doesn't get playing time and you, it's not like when he's in the game, he's doing so much to warrant him not playing. So that means there's something going on in practice that right. Tibbs is seeing. like, like I, I can't play something. It's you know what I mean? That's a for it. a lot of guys on the team. But yeah. that means there's something going on in there. We all see he got talent, but we know he don't really have that dog in him. He you know, we, know him. we don't really have that, I'm a out there and get it, Yeah, whatever it takes. You know, and then you look at the guys they passed. MPJ man, man. like it, it's disgusting, man. man. And, and that that was fizzdale man. That was Fizdale who yeah, pulled that yeah. trigger, man. For those who don't Perry, know, Perry you know, Perry like too, yeah, I, I'm sure you know because you all the way tapped in. Yeah, that was Fizdale who saw them in that 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 game of 21. uh Miles Bridges, Shea yeah. Gilders, Alexander, and yeah. and Kevin. Apparently and McCalbridge. is playing
3: right now. Suns and Denver about to kick off. McCalbridge is having a monster year this year, bro.
2: Yeah, absolutely. These, you know, they're playing 21 and Kev is going crazy. And David Fizdale is like, I gotta have Kev. I gotta have Kev. All right, they gave him Kev. Meanwhile, Michael Porter Jr. dropping 30 yeah. and 10 a night. Like they, tried, they try they try they
3: try to get Q2 cute, too, too cute with potential when there yeah. is obvious there. That picked yeah Yeah, it's their home chilling we sitting here with this pick yeah (laughs) i I thought they tried to get too cute with with the calf pick Uh, i understood the porter thing you know even jerry west passed on him twice you know with the whole back thing you know not being in the war room but just hearing that was
2: you know the the general right that that, that was the thing yeah yeah for me i that season Kazingas was already hurt right so i'm like if kp is sitting anywhere, that was my thing bro you can afford to let this dude sit for a year, too. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that. If if KP was healthy, then I'd be like, I don't know. We, we might we want to cook. Yeah. But some was already down for a year. So you see, my thing, was, my, my thing was, with KP already hurt, could we afford
3: to take another kid with a back injury who's going to be out as well? I hear that too. I, I hear the lot. You know that narrative with the media with, like, same old Knicks play, picking up right. these bum players that can I'm sure can't that play. was
2: running through their minds. Yeah. I'm sure that was running through Steve Mills' mind. Like, yeah, they're going to kill us if this kid don't work out tough that kid was the number one number one kid in the world i roll them dice yeah yeah i think
3: i roll them dice yeah man (laughs) he's he's on the rise man having a monster year right now for denver trying to pick it up with no jamal murray um is there you know off season in mind is there is there a wish list do you have a a top three uh uh uh, is there someone that you really want to see on this team to help improve this team uh going into the off season
2: yeah, I mean, I love the idea of Lonzo. You know, I really wanted them to pull that trigger uh, at the trade deadline. And I get it. You know, they can they can make something happen now without giving up too much. Um But sometimes that's the only thing I think with, with the new front office, which has been amazing. Mm-hmm. They've been amazing. I mean, clearly it's been a full 180. But I think they've been keeping their hand in their pocket a little too long. I think mm-hmm. they've been, like you say, getting too cute with the pick. I think they've been getting too cute with the lack of moves. Like, yo, you know what? We're going to sit and chill. I don't sit and chill too long, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you 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 see Shorty in the hallway at the school, you sitting chilling. All right, yeah. You come through and scoop that, you know what I mean? And and it's over. So I think they've been sitting chilling a little too much, you know. I think they should have bust that Buddy Hill move, um, you know, earlier in the mm-hmm. year that was rumored. Mm-hmm. I think they should have bust I mean, if if you bust that Buddy Hill move and you bust that Lonzo move, all before you know by the trade deadline. We're having a different discussion right now because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there wasn't really giving up nothing real for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. based on the reports that was out, it wasn't going to be nothing real for it. It's not like you giving up RJ, you giving up Julius, you're not doing that. Right. You're not giving up nothing real for a guy that's knocking down 40% and he just want to stand it, catch and shoot, go for it. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? He's not taking no shots and nothing away from RJ because RJ's not really shoot as much as I like him. You got a guy who could cover that. Boom. You don't got it. I got it. Boom. Yeah. I'm on. And then you got Lonzo running and setting it up and he's, whizzing passes by people he wasn't really giving up nothing for it I think we still playing right now if we bust those two moves you know, so they just yeah. gotta get their hand out their pocket a little bit. I, I think they'll be a bit more aggressive this year, like
3: yeah. like we said in the beginning, you know, the pressure's on right now you know, oh, t- yeah. the bar's yeah. been set last year was 21 now it's 41 one. Four yeah. seed, so mm-hmm. the bar's been set, and so yeah. I think they'll be a lot more aggressive this year, now last year they went after their guys, they went after Hayward Gordon Hayward Right. It wasn't my first choice, but they, they went after him. He would have been a better pick than than Bullock, obviously. Um, but they didn't meet his years and the money, so he went with MJ. They were interested right. in Malik Beasley. Minnesota came in and snapped I him up them right, right to see away, that too. Yeah, I, 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 I would to taken Malik that too. Beasley, yeah. bro. I would have taken Malik Beasley, man. Charges. Yeah. Are they nine. need
2: a, they need a sniper in the starting yeah. lineup, man. Big like time, bro. Reggie Bullock is cool. You know, he definitely you know uh, served his purpose, and it was a cheap contract and all that, but. You need a guy that people are really, really afraid of as far as being a sniper in yeah. the starting lineup. You know, cause Julius got an inside out game. Okay, cool. RJ can't shoot, but he's a shooting guard. But he's six seven, so you can move him up to the three if you yeah. have to. If you get a real, real sniper at the two, or you leave Sun at the two, you get a real sniper at the three. But somewhere, somebody gotta be a sniper in that lineup. So we starting need a lineup. sniper in that start in the in the lineup,
3: man. And yeah. you
2: know, um
3: the good thing about Lonzo, he has improved his three point shooting. You know, yeah. you, you're gonna get defense from him. Um, pick and roll. Obviously, you'll, you'll get some better team. play there, which we the badly need. And we need somebody that can push the rocket transition, man, because I look yeah. at RJ, OB and Mitch as three guys that really need to especially RJ. you got to get him going and transition to help him score the ball much easier. Yeah. OB as well. You have yeah. two players right now on rookie contracts on your team. You have to get them active. You know, RJ can get his threes and, and drive to the hoop,
2: but OB mm-hmm. especially, you need a guard that can push that pace and get him that rock and transition. Because you look at you look at what OB did in college, the reason why he won player of the year and all that, he had his man with him. I don't remember Duke's name, but he yeah. had the point guard kid with him. Right. And he said it when he got drafted where he was like, yo, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for son. Mm-hmm. The son was just setting the table. Boom. Mm-hmm. You, I, are you over there? All right, boom, got you. You over there? Boom, got you. You do that with Obi, he's out of here. You know, exactly. you do that with a RJ, he's out of here. You even get Julius that help. Only thing I didn't like about Julius this year, and I thought he was great. His jersey is in the mail on the way to my crib any anyway, minute. <laughs> I hated seeing him bring the ball up for Oh quick. man, I still hate it. I still hate it. I hated it. Bro. it. I'm like, I dude, he's not it, a point guard, baby. Like as yeah. nice as you've gotten, yeah. You're not a point guard, baby. Get that rock up. But on I, the other I still side, it, I man. get it. Because you may not have nobody that, that you really trust like that. Like there was moments where like Heads to get a rebound, RJ, whatever, get a rebound. He would call for it, mm-hmm. like he would call for it under the rim, like yo, get that up, yeah. And then he would bring it down the hole. I'm like, no, you get that up, nah. you know what I mean? Like, in, in go get in position, and get ready a, to man. score two or three. Yeah, in the series against Atlanta, he he,
3: he did it and looked like last year's Julius, turning it, yeah, it over. Man. It, was, it yeah, was. I don't a need disaster, him bringing the bro. rock up at
2: all. You know need what I mean? Need we need a, a real goal, point man. guard so that there's no excuse if yeah. he's like, yo, get that up, and like, nah, Duke, go over there, I got you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and then he can continue to cook and get his 25 a night or whatever while Lonzo or somebody coming off with eight, nine dimes a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. It's important. I don't want to see Son bringing the rock Me up neither. no more. As much Me as I neither, like bro. Son and he got busy, leave that alone. Need, need a true point, man. So, I'm, yeah. I'm putting Dame outside of the bubble,
3: outside Chance, and then inside I would put yeah. Lonzo. Um, can they get Brogdon? There were some Brogdon rumors circling around, you know, mm. the trade deadline. We'll see if Indiana makes him available, see what they want to do. Um, Jalen yeah. Brunson, Jalen Brunson with the Mavs. I, I like yeah. him. You know, tough yeah. guy. You know, Rick Brunson played for the Knicks for a while. Jalen right. Brunson, part of the CAA family. I wouldn't be surprised if they snatched yeah. him up because Tibbs knows him. The relationship right. is already there. And, you know, he comes with a little less fanfare than Lonzo. You know what I right. mean? That's the only thing. If Lonzo's having some issues, you know the first thing media's doing, they run into Lavar to get that sound yeah. bite. He, you he's know, calmed
2: down, though. He, yeah, he's calmed yeah, down. Yeah, he certainly you know has. I mean? He certainly has. That, that, light, that light is on the so heavy right now. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. they want to talk about him. Obviously, if Lonzo's in New York, that's going to be the story because it's New York. But yeah. that light is on Lamelo so heavy right now, you know. I, I really want to see Lonzo come in because also, too, his age and his timeline matches, mm-hmm. him and Julius apparently are super tight from the Laker days. i like, they sure, still yeah. besties or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reasons why it makes sense. And Sun is cool getting 10 12 points if he just get to set the table and, yeah. and get his 10 11 assists and if we talking that then yo sign that up you know what i mean like he he can go get that 20 something but he want to set the table he he want to be little baby jason kid and i'm all with that <laughs> and a point guard got to have a handle you know what mean? i mean need somebody a handle, to come to this bro. building with a wicked handle man he is yeah. You know, heads having no handle in the city of handles. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what man? are we like, doing man? The City of handles. What are you know we doing, man? Like, man? If there's one thing New York can do, basketball, while you go to any court. Somebody cracked you up. Like it's a city of handles. Yeah. What we doing? One
3: thousand percent, man. That's something that I got to see RJ work on. It's something that I got to yeah. see Julie's work on. RJ's trainer Drew Hanlon came out. Somebody asked him on Twitter today what RJ was going to be working on in the offseason. season. He said uh, finishing at the rim, which I one hundred percent on board with, and mm. and um
2: drip pull up off the dribble. You know, yeah, need that. I need sun. I need, need sun taking a thousand a day. Man. Need I, that, like, bro. If you're a shooting guard, you gotta be able to shoot, guard. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta be able to go for it. Like, yeah. I-, I need him to be shooting a thousand a day, yeah. man. That that jumper gotta get for real. I like got to get a lot, lot, fluid, man. Bro. I really wanted us to get that pick, and I support him and I'm with him, but I need that jumper, Me too. man. I- I need that lefty James Harden
3: thing, man, Yeah, for real. He's got to get something in the in between, man, because catching Judy's fine from three, and he's improved a, a great deal. You know, got all the way up to forty percent, which is fantastic. But, yeah. um, you know, you can't always bully bu- bully bully your way into the paint. Right. right. And and DeAndre Hunter was on him in, in that Hawks series for some, and even Bogdanovich, and and they had no parts of it. And he wasn't. Yeah. He has no touch around the rim. So I'd like to see him yeah. get something in the mid range. Get a nice little pull-up jump yeah. shot, couple, you know, two dribble pull up and try to master mm-hmm. something like that. You you saw during the season he was trying to work on that and master that yeah. within the mid-range, free throw line extended. So he's he's gotta keep going to that, man, so he can have something intermediary. Intermediary. Yeah, and I
2: think and I and I think he will because he seemed like a hard worker. Yeah. He seemed like he keep his head down and, and get his lunch pail and go to work. He don't seem too above anything. Um I, I think he will. Yeah. You know, if there's anybody that I see improving the way Julius did. Maybe not that fast, but, you know, mm-hmm. really getting on that trajectory. It would be RJ. I, I totally see him going to war this summer. So I'm not super worried. I, I just wanted I wanted to kick in.
3: Agreed, agreed. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for you, boys. CP and Sky Zoo rapping on the Knicks. We're also going to talk about his upcoming album dropping this Friday, All the Brilliant Things. So definitely look out for that. If you guys want to call in and talk Knicks, talk to, ask Sky Zoo any questions. 657 383 1509 is the number. You could also check in via the Knicks Fan TV Discord. Um, first call up, I got to go to my guy Papa Left in the building. Papa Left, what's going on, bro?
4: yo uh two legends in the building man respect to you guys uh sky zoo been down been down ever since i started picking up a pen and i discovered you through through those circles and man you're just a just a legend and you're a nick fan which is just
2: thank you man thank you for the words (laughs) man i appreciate that that, man thank you for the support and the love over the years and You know, we rocking and rolling Knicks fan all day. Even though people probably watching, like, yo, we got the Penny joint, we got a Magic Johnson joint in the corner. How you Knicks fan? Nah, those are tags. That's why they up. Hey, Penny was uh, my favorite
3: player, bro. Penny was my favorite player, man. Listen, you know, I love the Knicks, but Penny was my guy. Penny was my guy. Penny's still my
2: favorite player. Yeah, hundred percent, man. For real, that's my man right there. Um, Word up. But thank you. Yeah, I don't want to cut the call off. Thank you, thank you for the love, brother. No,
4: you good, you good. I I got a, I got a like a like a hip hop metaphor themed question. You know, Knicks obviously need need a point guard this year and I feel like they need like a ninth wonder style like floor general, someone just to okay. set people up. And yeah. and I wanted to get your thoughts on who you want to see Um, be the point guard for next year. And I I do have a bone to pick with CP about Kyle Lowry. I feel like he throws his reputation in the garbage because he doesn't want a 36-year-old point guard. But I feel like (laughs) Lowry's a little bit better. I I, I, I agree with CP on that, man. I I like like Kyle Lowry a lot. But
2: to do that, if we're going to get anybody that's 36, let his name be Chris Paul. Let it be the obvious. Yeah. 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 That's
3: all I'm saying, bro. Yeah.
2: Give me CP3
3: or just sign D. Rose.
2: Right, right. Just they got to bring D. Rose. Rose back. I, I like just going back to, to my man's question. Like we were saying earlier, definitely Lonzo. I like the Lonzo idea because yeah. you're going to have to pay him, but you're not going to have to pay him what you're going to pay Chris Paul or, or, or Kyle Lowry. Granted, you know, Chris Paul would be great. Yeah. At some point, Father Tom is going to kick in. He's doing all this defying Father Tom stuff and all that, which is great. But that's going to kick in at some point. And we've been on the tail end of them guys a lot. We had... T-Mac. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? We've been on the tail end of those what legends a When are we going to get
3: like, something for the future, for the now and the future, bro? I'm still waiting. Still waiting, bro.
2: In a long time. The yeah. last point guard to give us numbers that I need from my guy every day, even though he wasn't who we thought would be it long term and he didn't wind up being it, was Raymond Felton when he was averaging 17 and 9. Great, Phil. If you're giving me 17 and 9 a night, bro, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. you give me 17 points, nine assists a night in the garden. Listen, yeah, yeah. we all here, baby. What we doing? You know what I mean? It's, so, it's and that's not saying long, Ray Felton was the end-all, be-all, but numbers is numbers. You know what I mean? Like, we just had no stability
3: at the position, man. I don't, right. I don't see how we could move forward without it, man. It's that important. Unless you're getting somebody at, you know, at the three, or you know, that could do something like, like a LeBron James. But that, that's a diamond it, man. He, a yeah. team, to me, it starts with the point until you can get there, man
2: hundred percent. So it starts
3: with the point. Um so to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you. Boys, I wanna shout out the Rhyme Animal Chuck D in the chat. Man, vibing with I'm the man people. Chuck. He said uh big up to You and Dumbo station album last year. We played all of his music at Rap Station. So
2: Thank shout you, out bro. the Rhyme Animal Chuck D, man. Chuck always support, man. Always support. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you always it's an honor and a privilege to to be tapped in with you. So much love always. Yeah man. Yeah man. Chuck never misses a
3: show, man. He's he's been the number one fan of Knicks I fan TV. I peep that. Yeah, I peep that. Biggest champion, biggest supporter. And uh and this this year, you know, part of this special year has has been um has been Chuck and, and the contributions that he's made. Um nice. and really opening doors for me, man. So I, I can't thank him enough. So awesome. salute to Chuck. Hope hope you're doing well. And um all right, so until we talk current day Knicks but well, let's go let's go back in time. Like what was your earliest memories of,
2: of being a fan? Like how did you come to, to becoming a diehard Knicks fan? I was born in it. You know, my pops, Nick fan, used to go to the garden. They always talk about how you show your high school ID and get a ticket for $3, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, and Chuck probably knows because I'm they're sure. around the same age. Right. My pops in his late 50s, you know, so he goes, man, Sky, I used to go to the Garden and if you had your high school ID on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the ticket was $3, you know what <laughs> I mean? shit like that. So it, it was instilled in me, you know what I mean? So, uh-huh. um, But but for me, it was obviously the early 90s. It was, you know, by that time I was, you know, 10 years old or whatever so it was the early 90s at 92, 93 and all that and, you know, Ewan and Starks and oak and you know just that run you know and for me man i got my heart broke two years in a row because 93 94 when the knicks went and they lost broke my heart in 94 95 my man went and he got rocked yeah Yeah. two years in a row the rockets to this day i can't i don't mess with that team man because broke my heart two years in a row i'm a little kid getting my heart broke twice you know what i mean so you know but but um With the Knicks, man, it's just been forever, you know? And then, obviously, we had the the, the awful kind of early 2000s, mid-2000s, where it was kind of weird, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It was just... But then... (laughs) Weird weird is the right... Huh? Weird, weird is the right word. For oh, it was the weird. It was weird. A lot, <laughs> dude. As as a diehard Knicks fan, there's a lot of guys on that team I don't remember we had. Like, if you ask me to rattle off <laughs> yeah. those mid guys, besides my man Jamal Crawford, who's yeah. my bro, that's right, my man. Right, right. Shout time. out JC, man. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of them guys who was there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it was weird times, man. That was like upside-down right. world, you know what I mean? It was Stranger Things, for bizarro real. Bizarro world, weird. right? <laughs> it, it, was weird. it was Bizarro Jerry, man. It, it was weird, man. But, um, you know, and then, you know, we get to the, the, the 2010s and my bro Mellow you know, some yeah. people know mellow is my man. So, like, my bro Mellow comes in and now we really cook. Now man. it's like, you know what I mean? And, you know, it was highs and lows. They put my man through the ringer, man. As, as everybody knows, the stories yeah. is out there. They put my yeah. man through the ringer. But one thing I could say is the way that dude, stood tall for the city and the way he wanted it. Mm-hmm. it was like nobody I had ever seen when it came to that type of situation. Like mm-hmm. he really wanted it, you know? So every time I get to talk about him, I let that be known for the people who don't know from somebody who know him personally, don't. he wanted it. You know what I mean? They had to, they had to drive him out the building. Like he, he wanted it, man. Mm-hmm. Kicking and screaming like, now nah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm loyal. I signed up for this. It's whatever, you know what I mean? We in the fight until it's over. So, you know, shout to the bro, but it's always been, you know, it's, it's been the Knicks regardless, man. A lot of heartache. Like, I know you've been through, bro. And, you know, yeah. it, it, you know, we here now, you 100%, know? 100%. 100%. Uh, was Mellow your favorite Nick? Mellow, definitely. Mellow yeah. and um, and Earl of Pearl, even though I didn't get to see him play because okay. I was young. But just YouTube and, and, and highlights and the stories. I love Earl. Yeah. Love Earl, man. Clyde, too, of course. You know, yeah. but Mellow and Earl. Earl, man, that... <sighs> Just, woo, like the you know pearl, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Like he got like a he got game scene. Like it's Earl was, it, 100%. And Earl was it, it.
3: I would say uh from the nineties it's a combination of Mason and, and Ewan. You okay. know, being Jamaican, obviously Ewan that that's a cult figure right, right. in the in, in the community. And then Mace, yeah. you know, just the talents of Mace. Um, Absolutely. The, the rugged, the finesse, you know, the combination of, of, of power and finesse, the style, yeah.
2: you know, Mace was everything, man. He he was New York on the court. I was just about to say that. You know what like, I'm when saying? You yeah. at, when you look at the personality of New right. York in, in the early and mid-90s, that was Mace. That was Mace. You Mason. know what I mean? Like, that was Macy. The same I mean. way when you look at the personality of the Knicks later, when that run, that 12-13 run, when it was Melo, Amari, Tyson, Shump, JR. Yeah. That was New York City. Yeah. The swag, yeah. the vibe, that was new. I always said that team felt more like a Brooklyn team than the Brooklyn team at mm. that time. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Darren Williams, who I liked a lot, you know, all of Joe Johnson, they was kind of stiff and yeah. whatever, and, you know, real, you know, sheltered. And that team, when you had JR and Shump going back and forth, boom, boom, and then you had Melo doing what he did, you had Amari, and it was just this mm-hmm. swagged out but hard, gritty. Fly team. I was like, yeah, Yo, we got the more Brooklyn team than them. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that team represented New York. And and the same thing with the 90s, man. Like, Mason represented for real.
3: Man, rest in peace to Mace, man. Mace Mondays. I still keep in t- contact with his son, Antoine. He was on this show, too. I had him on the show and I uh, just reposted, um, Bobito, I posted a dope, uh, Mason tribute on Instagram, I just threw it up on my Instagram, so, if you guys peace. in the chat want to check it out, definitely, um, yeah. check it out, leave a comment, and rest in peace to Mace once again, uh, let's yeah. get to the phones, let me hear from my guy Ari from Manhattan, Ari, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, CP, what's up, Sky Zoo, how you guys doing? Peace,
5: peace. Good, what's bro, going on, how you doing, bro? man? Uh, good,
1: um,
5: so here, he, I, I have two things I want to talk about, um, mm-hmm. First, I'll go into like whether the season was a success or failure. And then I'll talk about the free agency. But Mm -hmm. in my opinion, because, you know, I've been all over the Instagram and, you know, apparently if you criticize the Knicks in any way, you're just a hater, apparently. But (laughs) I I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't know why that is. But listen, man, I think the season was a success. Okay, Mm -hmm. the season of the 2020-2021 season was a success. Mm -hmm. We made the playoffs. No one thought we would do it. We overachieved coach of the year. Randall balled out it was a success. Now the only issue I have is that now now because the season was a success, now everybody's in win now mode and I'm just not in win now mode because yeah. I just know we don't have enough pieces right. to actually compete with the Brooklyn Nets, with right. the Denver Nuggets when Murray gets back, with the Clippers and stuff like that. And I'm just very upset that everyone's trying to like, you know, extend Julius Randall before we even have to, let's just extend Julius Randle after he had the worst playoffs ever. Let's give him 25 <laughs> million a year. Then let's give Lonzo Ball. You know what? Let's we'll give Lonzo Ball 20 million a year. You know, Lonzo, you could have it. You want to bring Mitch back? Let's give him. Let's give him 15 million a year, 10, 15 million a year, yeah. the next four years. You know, what? we might as well bring. We might as well bring Frank back. Let's just bring Frank back. Those guys is like hell that. Like what? are we talking to? Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a four seed for the next four years, man. Right? right. Like. I just not. Ronzo That's, you know I mean? listen, that's Lonzo a gr Lonzo Ball's a great player, right? I would love to have Lonzo on the team, but I'm not extending Randall and I'm not signing Lonzo Ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna freak out if that happens, man. I'm but gonna look, freak out because But Ari, you, know, you gotta expect
3: we're, we're, that they're gonna make upgrades to the team, bro. They're not gonna tank. Yes. They're not Ari, going for the bottom. No. They they're gonna try to maintain or, or or exceed where they were. Whether that's realistic no, I or I understand not. that. i that's
5: fine, but you've got
3: to do it in a way like they did last
5: year, right? They, yeah. they improved last year without compromising their future cap. For You know, this is like now we are finally a functional team with a culture. Now we actually have potentially the capabilities to actually get free agents to come here. Why would we throw $45 million into one guy who's a, th- a third option on a team and Lonzo Ball who's like a good point guard, but he's not like Damian Lillard or Chris Paul or anything like yeah. that. I think it's ridiculous. So, in my opinion, I would go for guys like Dennis Schroeder, who just had a terrible, no, man. terrible man, I'm playoff. not going
3: for Schroeder, <laughs> man. You, you, you <laughs> could get
5: him for, for cheaper. You could get him for cheaper, man. Or Kendrick Nunn. Or, you know, me Jalen, Get me Jalen like Brunson, Brunson before both deal. of them.
3: Get me Jalen Brunson before
5: both I'd of do Jalen. I would do Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I would do Jalen Brunson, too. But what I'm saying is, like, this whole, like, and if I'm doing Jalen Brunson and I'm signing someone, like, I don't know how, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he's not going to cost as much as Lonzo. But if, 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 you know, if he's going to cost some money, I'm not extending, Rand, like, I'm not extending Randall regardless this season. They're going to extend not, him
2: so though, not, bro. So I, I want to ask, huh? so you letting Randall walk after this some, after this season? Because, you know, he got the, the one more season. You letting no. him walk?
5: Not necessarily. So, I'm saying I'm picking up his option. I'm seeing so, how uh, uh, half a season goes with fans in the stands without COVID mm-hmm. restrictions. Yeah. When people yeah. now have tape on him, now have scouting report on him. I want to see if he could actually do it again. I'm with that. All right? Yeah. And if he's not doing it, if he's not doing it, then I would trade him, him. Trade, by, yeah. By, no, I would trade him by the deadline. And let's say he is doing it, Right. And he he does it all the way, and he earns, and he does it in the playoffs, and he comes through in the playoffs, then I'll give him a max bag. But I'm just not like – and and you don't even have to give him a max bag. You don't even have to give him a max bag necessarily because he could be like the D'Angelo Russell. You know what I mean? Like up for a new deal, max player, but there's better free agents on the market, and you could prioritize them less. Like there's other options, but we have to keep
3: the cap clean. And we have, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's that's my thing. All right, bro. Appreciate the call. Listen, I still think they're gonna be responsible in in in, in making moves this offseason. season. It's not to say yeah. that they're just gonna blow the whole thing and spend all the sixty million that they have and you know no, trade no. all the. Tra- I don't I don't think they're gonna do yeah. nothing crazy like that. But I do yeah. think they're gonna make one or two acquisitions.
2: Well, they have to. They have they, to. They have to show. We're going upward. We're not being complacent. Correct. We're not trying to Correct. be on a treadmill. And and like the the thing that, you know, homie said, I agree with a lot of what he said on there. You know, when you look mm-hmm. at the Julius thing, you got to say, OK, let's give him another run and see what he can do. Yeah. Those lights got real bright and real hot. Let's see how he bounces back from that. So, like he said, with fans in the stands and all that stuff, like, let's see how that goes. The thing about it with the Knicks got to be careful with. They got to show loyalty to what they have right. to anybody around the league that's watching. You're selling to so other people. you selling to right. other if, people. If players, if players see the season Randall had, and as players, they empathize with one another. So they're like, yo, son got busy during the season. He was playing 40 minutes a night. Playoff came, yeah. and he kind of shrunk under the moment. Yo, man, he never been there before. He never been in the playoffs. He was doing all that work. He ain't had no help. So players around the league is empathizing with son, and they're watching like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it because I know what it's like to be in that position. And if they see the Knicks not show son no loyalty, they're going to be, wait mm-hmm. a minute. He went crazy, went hard over the summer, got busy, came back, most improved. And y'all got rid of son? Y'all only re-signed him? So you got to be careful. Like, they might have to do a little something for son just to make sure that other players yeah. see, oh, okay, they treat their players right. Yeah. I'm down to go over there. So it's, it's a tricky it's situation, tricky. Bro. I know it's weird and it seems political, but they're going to have to keep that yeah. type of stuff in mind. And Leon know that because he was an agent. So he, he knows, knows the game. Heads think, he knows you know the game. Man? So it's a tricky
3: situation, bro. I'm with Ari, though. You pick up the player option. See how yeah. he does again next year. Is it 2019, Randall? Or is it 2020, Randall? Hopefully, it's the latter. Gotta and but, but you got to be careful. You got to be Because he might see
2: that as disrespect. Like, yeah. same way Paul George was like, yo, the Lakers ain't want to trade for me? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I ain't going there. So it's the same thing where he'd be like, oh, word. Y'all ain't want to throw me that extension just because I had two weeks of bad basketball. But yeah. I saved the season. And I brought us back to life. And I sold more jerseys and every Oh, word? All right, I'm out. I'm going to Dallas, where I'm from. I'm going to so and so. You that, know what I mean? That's like, a risk. You, gotta you gotta let them go to unrestricted that. free agency.
3: That's a risk too. So be
2: careful about that. I you think know what
3: I mean? um, from what I was reading, if they were to extend him with this option, I think the max would start. It'd be like a low end max, like a 28 mil type okay. of deal, which I think would account for like the, the 40th highest paid salary in league. Wouldn't even even, would even be crazy. crazy. You crazy. know what I'm saying? That 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 wouldn't Ooh. even be crazy. That'd be a steal. So if he took it, I would sign him to that,
2: you know. Yeah. And you got to think, does he take it coming off of what he came off of? Like, wait a minute, let me secure this paper. How does he play? Because this thing got real bad in the playoffs. Let me secure it as opposed to waiting out and trying to get that 205 or whatever. Yeah, let me get this one, whatever. You know what I mean? Let me get this Hunter Stump Mill for four years to secure this paper. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's going to Hopefully he'll be with that.
3: So It's, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the for you boys. CP and Sky Zoo in the building. Remember, this show is presented by Manscaped Fellas, the number one men's grooming tool from below the waist. This is the new Lawnmower 4.0, Fellas. You know this is my go-to right here. Comes with the ceramic uh, blade skin-safe technology to cut down on those nicks. Not the bad Nicks, not not the good Nicks, the bad (laughs) Nicks. You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful. Comes with the LED light, man, now. It's a spotlight, so you could do it in the dark, whatever you into, man. If the lights go out in the house, you could use it as a flashlight, too, man. Uh, Great battery life. It comes wireless or wired charging, so great battery life as well. And, yeah, man, as usual, you know my guys at Manscaped are taking care of you guys. 20% off, plus free shipping. If you go to Manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX. Once again, Manscaped.com, promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. All right. Just got to pay the bills, guys. You know what I'm saying? Just pay the bills. Nah, it's
2: all good. I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. My, my, man, my man on the last call mentioned Francis, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. When, when we were in the A, man, that was the last thing you said before we parted ways. But like, kid, yo, we got to
3: get rid of Frank.
2: <laughs> that kid, be Listen. Shout out to Ash, who, yeah. when I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, you get it. You get it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, you understand. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Man, that kid, Be first of all, I ain't never going to be mad at no black man out here making some money and living his dreams and getting in the league. Mm-hmm. That kid, yo, I got to, on my computer, I keep an airfrance.com tab open. Mm-hmm. So if ever a flight is needed for this guy to go back, I'm prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm prepared, and I know half the chat... It's probably Frank fans. Yeah, there's, some, cool. Frank there's some Frank I feel hives bad in for there. Frank hives in there for that hive. I got an Air France page up right now. The moment it's a go, I'm ready to purchase that flight for son to get up out of here, b. <laughs> that guy needs. Man, listen, listen,
3: b. I don't know if they're gonna keep him. Um, Hope not. Man. They have the Yo, team he- option
2: on him. I'm Yo, not sure. man, he he got nine lives, man. Yeah, he got nine lives. Yeah. He gonna survive trade after trade after trade. Yeah. You got nine lives, man. i will give it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that kid got a go, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, B. How many chances? You 6'7", six, 6'6", six, six, you got a seven-foot wingspan. Can't figure it out? Can't figure it out, man. Got all the tools, Frank, B. Frank got tools like my man out, right bro. here. And
3: you know plays I mean? defense. Like, and as you said, it's something in practice that Tibbs didn't see, that cool. Mike Miller Yo, didn't
2: really see, and, and to listen. a certain extent, Fisdale didn't see. I'm glad you brought that back up, man. Yo, you looking at the most defensive-minded coach ever yeah. in the history of the league, probably. It has no. This use is a for dream come true, yo. I got a kid who all he do is play defense. Yeah. I got the guard version of Joakim Noah. Yo, come on, let's go. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. all he want to do is is block and guard and steal and that. You can't crack under him. He's not getting the whole what he hive needs, should him. be like yo, we out. I get it now. We out. You chance <laughs> chances. Yeah. You got a guy who was catered to this guy as far as coaching you got the yeah. perfect coach all you want to do is preach defense you can't crack that yeah come on b yeah, blame, it, it, it's down the plane it's unfortunate man he but. ain't a bum man that kid's a bit of it it saying like come on that kid's a bit it it you know
3: what i saying? like let's get to the discord we got a call coming in from the discord dave noddy you up next go ahead and unmute your mic dave noddy what's going on dave Dave, going once. It's so a little delay in this go. Yo, yo,
6: was really good with y'all.
3: Yo, what's yo? What's good, my
6: dude? Yeah, <laughs> on, <laughs> man. Um, first of all, just wanted to say appreciate the job that you do.
3: Yeah, appreciate, um,
6: bro. It's down out here. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you, uh, SK, man. How you feeling? Peace, peace. Health wise, like I know you had a, I know you. Was in the hospital recently. You feeling good now? Everything all good?
2: Yeah, you know, I had I had a polyp on my throat uh, yeah. over the summer, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, so I had to have vocal cord surgery and all that. But uh, thank God, it all went smooth. As you can hear, I'm back to normal. Yeah. You know, I, I had yeah, the surgery; yeah. they got rid of the polyp. Thank God, it wasn't cancerous. I couldn't speak for a month. So it was wild, like, for a month. I was walking around the house with a dry race board, like, having conversations, writing them down. It was mm. the worst thing ever, man. So, uh, you know, don't take this for granted. And I don't smoke. It just happened from, like, touring so much. Mm. A lot of times people, you know, you have that situation and people assume you're smoking or whatever. I don't smoke at all, you mm. know. So it just was from touring. You know, I've been touring since 08, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. religiously, overseas, in the States, whatever, whatever, every year, so... You Know it came down on me, but you know, I appreciate you checking in and asking on that. Man, I'm, I'm all the way good as y'all can hear, I'm all the way live. Back to it,
6: that's what's up, man. Good to hear. Yeah, um, I appreciate well, appreciate it. I'm run through it quick, yeah, because I know you got other people on the line and whatnot. But first off, for you, Sky, um, that Retropolitan LPB, listen, yeah, yo, you put your whole foot in that joint, fam. <laughs> thank you, and bro. Obviously, thank you, know, me Pete and Rock. Pete is Rock. Come shout out to everybody who Cop Rock, Retropolitan. <laughs> Man, you know he's gonna come with the heat, but you definitely killed it too. It's all good. Eastern Conference All Stars, you put it in, man. Yeah. So good job. Thank you.
2: you, thank you, brother. I, you you tapped in, man. You tuned in. I appreciate that. Of course.
6: Listen, man, I've been I've been hearing you since you quote unquote had a mothers putting up Sky Zoo posters. All right?
2: All you and yeah, you going back almost ugly. twenty years, man. That's real. Salute <laughs> to my awesome. man on the line. That's real.
6: You've been out here, man. Um That's real. But uh on the new joint, um, real quick, and then I have one next question afterwards, mm-hmm. and then I'll let yeah. y'all rock. Mm-hmm. On the new joint, what producers you got on there?
2: I got a lot of up-and-comers, man. Ones? A lot of new dudes. Um, My man, Mark Infinite, who's done a bunch of stuff for me in the past, but he's still relatively new. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Delonious Martin out of Chicago. He's done a bunch of stuff, but, he, you know, he's on the come-up cooking and all that. Uh, who okay. else is on the joint, man? My man, Twami. Twami is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of guys Twommy. who are, like, on the scene but still under the radar a little bit but got a ton of work out there and the reason behind it was i wanted the driving force of this record to really just be what i'm speaking about and really be what you hear and not oh he got so-and-so on it he got so-and-so on it that's why it's not a lot of features you know i got some r&b features like raheem devon is singing on it bj the chicago kid is singing on it yeah. hypnotic grass ensemble who's a jazz uh a jazz hip-hop band they're playing trumpets all over it there's no rappers on it you know it's a story that i wanted to tell and if you didn't live on my block with me, then you can't tell it, you know, like you wasn't yeah. wasn't there, like Cam would say, you know what I mean? Like you can't tell it. Yeah. So I purposely went just after certain sounds and didn't really look for names because I wanted the narrative to be about the story as opposed to well, who's involved. You know what I mean? And and, and I know especially for people like you, you've been tapped in almost 20 years. I know you're going to get it. I know people like yourself is going to get it. So that was the thinking behind it.
6: Yeah. No, I feel you. I mean, Granted, I didn't grow up in this city. I grew up in Rockland County. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I seen how it's it New York. It's all New York. Me, you know what I mean? So you're you gonna get it regardless. For real. So that's what's up. Good luck. Um and then last thing for me, next question. Mm. I know this might be kinda like left from the you know, the popular conversation that Katz is talking about as far as like guards and whatnot, but I don't know, y'all y'all could tell me if I'm going crazy here, but I feel like we should keep Taj. And I feel like we should keep Mitch. And I feel like we should shop or just let Noel walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not to say that I don't appreciate what Cat did this year. You know what I mean? Like, stepping in for Mitch and all that. You know what I mean? But I just feel like he's just not agile. You know what I mean? Like, he getting outworked under the rim. He's never boxing out. We know his hands is made of pure butter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) You feel me? Yeah. No lies. Let me know what y'all think. But I'll see y'all, you right. Thanks for taking Peace the call. Peace and love. Peace and love. the call, bro. TV, Pete Rock, Q-Tip. New yes, sir. York, we here.
3: Yes, sir. We in here, man. Oh, Th- thank thanks for the call, man. Thanks for the call. Um, I mean, look, I, I think on the Noel thing, you know, I, I think yes, he, 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 didn't, he, he had his, he had his deficiencies, right? Couldn't catch worth, worth of anything. Couldn't mm-hmm. catch nothing. Couldn't catch a cold. But um, we also evaluate him from a backup standpoint. You know, he yeah. came in, locked heavy starters minutes, was injured every game, still gave it his all, but ideally, he should be getting half the time he's getting, yeah. and maybe he'd be more effective, so he might get a multi-year deal, we'll, we'll, I think they'll have to gauge the market for him. Um, Taj is Taj, you know, Taj has been a warrior, uh, Brooklyn Fort Green, Sazu, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I love bringing Taj back, you know, he's going to be 37, 37, hey. I
2: think, <laughs> I mean, as, yeah, as a backup, backup from a standpoint right. at, at, at that, you know what I mean? He's got, it's gotta be more mentoring than anything. The yeah. fact that we were starting him in the playoffs and I like Taj, it's yeah. love, but we keeping it a beam. It's like, Ooh, yeah, you know what I mean? Us, like man. You got Clint Capella going crazy, nice going little crazy. 26, 27 year old going nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so if Taj is back, it's gotta be mentoring. He's gotta be getting little to no minutes and just really being that mentor and practice and on the bench. Uh, I like I like Nerlens from you know defensively. I mean, he was blocking everything. Right. I mean, right, he had right. nights where, as much as he can't catch nothing, he had nights where he was blocking everything. Everything, bro. So you like, damn, he ain't doing this. Yeah. he's Doing that though. You right, know what I mean? Right, so it, right. it gets weird. And like you said, as a backup center, he might really, really serve that purpose. Yeah. We got to figure this start and center thing out, man. I like Mitch a lot, but at the same time, the durability has he developed enough? You know, we know if he was extremely extremely raw pause, you know, coming out, you know, the draft. Mm -hmm. And it still seems that way a little bit. And we like him because I think we like the potential, you know. But has the development gotten there? Health, you can't really predict, and that sucks and whatever, whatever. But has he really gotten it develop-wise? And I don't know. But we need that starting center to be figured out. You know what I mean? Like, we need that figured out, man, because these guys is coming in. Joel Embiid is coming in, you know. Like, these guys is coming in. The, The Joker is coming in. You know, and, like and that's even Andre Ayton, they coming in and it's time you got to be ready. And that's the tough thing with Mitch, man, is because the injury set him back
3: again, you know, yeah. because we really haven't been able to see him a full year, you know, developing and getting better, you know. Right. So that that's the unfortunate thing. Um, yeah. But let's talk about you, man. That The last caller uh, mentioned the project, all the brilliant things coming out this Friday as well. Yeah. Uh, let's start from the origin story, you know, for the fans yeah. that might be watching that don't know your story. Let's start with the name. You know, how did you get the name Skye? Where, where did that come from?
2: Oh, man. So the way I got my name, my name is Skyler. S-K-Y-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Skyler or Sky for short. And as a kid growing up, you know, I was a toddler. And there was a group, there was a disco group who I wasn't old enough to even remember the music like that at the mm-hmm. time. But there was a disco group in the early 80s named Skye. It was S-K-Y-Y. And they used to put Sky on the front of all their songs or Mm -hmm. albums. It was kind of like part of their brand. So it would be like Skyline and Skyport and Skyrocket and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And they had a song called Sky Zoo. And in the beat, there was a kazoo playing. So that's where the zoo came from. And it was a straight-up disco record. And they were from Brooklyn and all that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my, my, my family, cousins and aunts and people in the house would call me Sky Zoo as a nickname when I was like two, three years old after the song. And it stuck, you know? So when I started rhyming years later, I started rhyming when I was nine. When I started rhyming, I knew nobody would have it. It was so unorthodox. Like, I knew nobody would have it, you know? And then as I got older, so I'm young, 20, 21, shopping deals, shopping demos back in the demo days and trying to get on. And I would take meetings with people. And I remember taking meetings with majors. And they would be like, yo, your music is crazy. Mm -hmm. But yo, you ever thought about changing your name? And i will be like, "Nah." (laughs) nah. And they'd be like, yo, your name is so weird. It's different. Nine. I my response to them was yo, you got an A Z, you got a Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. You got a yeah. fifty cent. You got some weird names out here. Yeah, and those yeah. guys made millions off of it and became household names. We'd be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And weird. now we alright. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, it, it all worked out. It worked out. So I'm good, you know, but th- that, that's where my name came from. I know nobody would have it. That's dope man. You unique indeed. Shout out my guy JD Sports Talk sends
3: a super chat. He says um he says guys who let us know who was your
2: inspiration growing up and your top 5 all time. Oh man, my inspiration I started rhyming at 9 off mm-hmm. of Chi Ali. Uh if the fans in the chat know Chi Ali was part of the Native Tongue's movement, mm-hmm. Tribe called Quest and you know uh, Black Sheep and all those guys, all those legends. And, man, I'm at home watching Video Music Box, and if mm-hmm. Chuck is still in the chat, Chuck, no. You know what the I mean? Games. I'm, yep. Absolutely. I'm, I'm watching uh, Video Music Box on a Saturday, and AJ nothing, but a number comes on. This 14-year-old kid rhyming, and I was like, yo, what is that? And I was stuck. And and right away, I started rapping. I was like, that's what I want to do with the rest of my life. I played ball a little bit. I did little things and, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. it was always about the music. So that was how I got started. But my, my inspiration is as far as, but coming to MC and getting to where I am lyrically, uh, you know, I grew up a block away from Biggie. You know, I'm seeing him on my head. I grew up on St. James, uh, so you know, Big Jay, Nas, that whole Trinity, of course, Black Thought, you know, Black Star, most definitely quality. yeah, all those guys. The genius, the genius had a huge hold on my upbringing coming mm-hmm. up when, when Liquid Swords and all that mm-hmm, dropped, mm-hmm. of course, Ray, Purple Tape, you know, all that. And, and when I started really, really getting into my pen it was about wanting to make sure i upheld that kind of legacy that those guys was leaving even as a kid at 12 13 years old my thing was what they was doing you know they yeah. they took it there so i got to take it there like that was how i looked at it and that's why i'm where i am now uh top 5 i think i named them all man big j Nas, um thought most qua as in quali uh 3000 that fifth spot always fluctuates. Yeah, OK. Yeah, I mean, right, like, right. that 4.5, it always fluctuates. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, those type of guys. Anybody watching, you know what type of time I'm on by the people I just named. I'm glad you put Thor in there, man, because I feel like oh, man, he, yeah. he doesn't
3: get enough credit, man. Black thought yeah. is so raw. One of my nah, favorite he, artists, he, for he, sure. he's a man. phenom. He, he's yeah. a phenom,
2: for real. 1000 1, yeah, he, he was on my album, uh, uh, Music for My Friends, a couple years ago. OK, OK, so that's OK. That's my man, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, how about, what about the locks, man?
2: Love the locks. Favorite group of all time. My favorite group of all time.
3: favorite group of all time for favorite me, Favorite group of
2: all time, without yeah. a doubt. You know, I had a line years ago on a freestyle. I said, "Thought Jada Kiss was Jesus, I just wanted to be the locks. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, that was it. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing about the locks. Yeah. Still to this day. And now those are my guys. Like, Great. I got records with Styles, records with, with Jada. Like, those are my yeah, guys. Man. But, like, that's my favorite group ever. Me too. Me, me too, bro. Ha- yeah, hands yeah.
3: down, favorite group of all time is is yeah. the Locks, man. No doubt about it. Um, shout out Flo Hypnotic in the chat. He sends a super chat. He says, "Salvation is all time classic." Thank Salute you, to you, Sky Zoo, the legend.
2: Thank you. That's that's my debut joint from two thousand nine. I appreciate that.
3: Uh, Chuck D the Rhyme Animal says uh, super chat. He says, "Um, Skyzoo get the man's catalog while picking up." All the Brilliant Things, Retropolitan with P-Rock, In Celebration of Us, The Easy Truth, Music for My Friends. That was the debut, oh right? Music for My Friends?
2: That was what? The, your debut album. No, no, The Salvation was my Salvation debut. Salvation was his debut. Yep. But Music for My Friends is in there. Yeah, yo, Chuck is the best, man. Like You got yeah. Chuck D rattling all this off. Whole he could ch- be doing dream deferred. a million other things. And, and You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, Chuck is
3: the best, man. It's a Dream Deferred, Milestones, The Bluest Note, Peddler themes, etc. So Chuck My is man, in here rolling man. off the entire catalog, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
2: come on, B. Right, That's, That's real. Uh,
3: Papa Left sends a super chat. He says, "Guys, you will tell you the money on the Av can't hold cap space forever. Don't be afraid to spend the bag in free agency if the right player <laughs> wants MSG." Shout
2: out to the home. He took it back. I know what he took. talking about this this record I did with uh. With Rex, with my man Rex, money on the app. Okay, Wait, okay, like, okay. Out to the homie, yeah. People tapped in. I see it. Yeah, man. The pe- people definitely tap- t- tapped in. We seeing a couple
3: hashtags, Sky Zoo, in the chat as well, man. So salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for Love. your boys. Um, so we talked about your, your hip hop inspirations. How about um, off the mic? You know, in life, uh, who who yeah. were the mentors or the people that you know really inspired you to to get to where you are today?
2: Oh, outside of music, um, you know, I talk about my pops a lot. My parents really, because I was I was one of the kids in my neighborhood, you know, it was like Trey and Boys in the Hood where mm-hmm. I, I had both parents, and you know, they weren't in the same house. I would go back and forth, but I had both parents. But then also too, you actually, like everybody hate Chris, how it was like one dad on the whole block, yeah. two dads on the whole block. That was my pops. It was yeah. my pops and my man had his pops across the street, and that was it. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was it, man. So, you know, um, I say all that to say definitely my pops. Yeah. Just having a pops in the crib 24-7. Definitely my pops. Uh Spike Lee, of course. You know, I got a record called mm-hmm. Spike Lee was my hero. hero. Yeah. yeah. He my bro, Talib Kweli. So Spike has always been a, a huge inspiration for me. And now Spike is my man off of the record. You yeah. know, when I did the record years ago, he reached out, and we got super tight. And to this day, that, that's big bro. Man, um, and I'm a huge jazz head. You know, anybody yeah. who really, really knows... My cataloger knows my story. You know I'm a huge jazz head. So I find inspiration in that. I actually listen to more jazz than hip-hop. You know, mm. being a hip-hop artist, being a rapper, being a ghostwriter and all that stuff, I listen to more jazz than I do hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take any slight away from it. I think it bigs it up. Yeah. You can find inspiration in one form of music and, and, and put it into another. For sure. It shows sure. the power of the two and how they connect, whether you realize it or not. You know, so... True, yeah. true story,
3: true story, man. Um Now shout out your, your pops' food truck in the A too, man, for the people that oh, might yeah. be watching ATL blue in, the, in the Atlanta yeah, area. ATL blue yeah. Water
2: seafood. That, that's my pops. uh, You know, that's the family business. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. my pops is, is really, really moving. You know, he's cooking for lack of a better term. No pun intended. Yeah, it's going crazy. so, ATL um, you Blue know.
3: Water Seafood.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, on the gram. ATL Blue Water Seafood. No e in the blue. So if you live in Atlanta or in the Atlanta areas, you know he out yeah. every weekend and getting busy and working on another truck and working on a, a, a brick and mortar spot and all that. And, you know, so it's dope, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, we doing a couple things, you know what I mean? True story. True story, man. TM, if you're in the chat or Dave, go ahead
3: and drop the, um, the link ATL blue water seafood, go ahead and drop the Instagram link that. in the chat. He'll, yeah, he'll get a kick out of that. I'll be like, yo, boom, boom. He'll be like, oh word. A hundred percent. Now, your father, as you say, was your hero. Now, but back in the day when you were trying to chase your dreams, you mm-hmm. know he he kind of pulled you back from from some opportunities, man. What one in oh, particular? Rough Riders story, or or the bad boy story. The bad boy story was more about your mom's, but but you know, talk about yeah. that a little bit.
2: Oh, uh, just just being young, man, and you know, you know the crazy thing about the Rough Rider thing. I don't think he knows it because mm. he was just out of the house when that happened. Like so, I was. But 15, 16, and yeah. I'm on Jamaica Ave because at this point my pops had moved to Queens, the mm-hmm. Southside. Shout out to the whole Southside Jamaica Queens. That's my second home mm-hmm. for real. Everybody know I'm a Brooklyn guy. Shout out to Kyle You also him. know I'm I'm that's my second home. Mm-hmm. 165, the Calo, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and uh so anyway, I'm on Jamaica Ave in high school, and I see this dude, Rough Rider shirt or whatever he might have had on, and wound up conversing with him, having a conversation, and he had me battle some kid right on the spot. Battled some kid right on Jamaica Ave by the McDonald's. Crushed him, whatever, whatever. And, you know, Duke took my house number because I'm 16 <laughs> and it's 98, 99. So it's a house number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Duke mm-hmm. took my house number. was calling me. And, you know, he was like, yo, I'm in the lab right now. I want you to come down. Come to Yonkers. Come to Yonkers. I'm 16. I got my little nine-year-old brother. My parents is out the house that night on date night or whatever. And I'm watching my little brother. And I'm like. We got to go from Queens to Yonkers. That's like an hour and a half train ride. That's like five trains. And uh, he was like, yo, everybody here. Yo, the locks here. Eve here. Swiss here. Everybody here. So I'm going crazy. Like, yo, the locks is there? Like, I ain't hear nobody else's name after that. You know what I mean? But I couldn't bust that move because I was like, I got my little brother. If I was dolo, if my little brother wasn't at the house, I'd have been gone. You know what I mean? But I'm 16, babysitting a nine-year-old in the house on a Saturday night. I come in this house at 5 in the morning. It's going to be a it's lot right. of things for yeah. me. You know yeah, yeah, <laughs> So, yeah. you know, so I, I, had to, I, had to, I had to let that go. But it's funny. I don't even think he you know that. Yeah. Tell him that. I don't <laughs> know that. that yeah. is,
3: it's, it's interesting, man, because, you know, uh, I think – I feel like as kids – we don't really, you know, we always clashing with our parents as kids. And, and, yeah. and as we get older, as men, you start to really appreciate them more and appreciate, you know, the things that they were trying to, you
2: know, caution you from or, or protect you from. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, that's it's just interesting. I, man. I, I totally get it. You know, yeah, like, especially yeah. now I got a son. I got a three year old son, yeah. you know, so I totally get it because when I was coming up, you know, my pops, um, he definitely was pushing me in other ways as far as what are you going to be later on in life? Because my pop was outside, like, my pop was in the street, you know? So yeah. he definitely was like, yo, you need to do something that's going to make sure you're in a certain position and a certain place, and I don't ever want to see you struggling or all that. So I'm 14 years old coming in talking about music. I'm talking about rhyming yeah. and mason and, and, and Jada and the locks. And, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm, he's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's cool, but, yo, you need to get on this, you know? So he right. wanted me in other worlds, but... Kids got their own agenda, man, and I wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah. You know, I went to college. I went to SUNY Farmingdale. Shout out to Farmingdale and whole one ten and all that. Mm-hmm. I went to Farmingdale, but I ain't finished. You know what I mean? I, I I did a couple years, and I was like, nah, I gotta bust this move on this rap shit. You know, and now my pops is my biggest fan. You know, because yeah. he's like, you saw it through. You know, you, you went against what I recommended for you, but you saw the shit through and you, you made your it vision work. Through. You know, so now yeah. you know I. Own my house and you know, my property and my land and my cars and my this and my that. And I'm opening businesses yeah. and I ghostwrite for people and I'm traveling the world and my name is ringing and people got me in a certain regard. The shit worked, you it's know what I mean? That's not yeah. a flex, that's just a blessing. Yeah, like, it yeah, works of course. Out. so of he's course. like, Yeah, you made the right call on that. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs>
3: he's like, Yeah, yeah you got that one, you know. Dreams, man, it manifests itself, man. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Yeah, um, now you mentioned ghostwriting, so. Yeah. For those who, who are unfamiliar with it, just, just break that down. You know, what is ghostwriting and how did you become such a popular
2: ghostwriter in the game? Yeah, so ghostwriting is, you know, just literally writing behind the scenes. You know, it, it'll be somebody who, you know, they're an artist, they're already out or they're coming out or whatever. And they may not write everything or they may write nothing at all, mm-hmm. you know, but they got the image, the look, the sound or whatever. and You know, they need that help. So you call somebody like me, walks in a session and pretends to be them for an hour or two and writes a record and lays it down. And a lot of times I think people think ghostwriting is write lyrics on a paper and hand it to you. Mm. It, it's really not. You know, you you go in and lay down a reference. So mm. I'll go in, I'll write a record and I'll record the record under, you know, in my voice or whatever, but with a certain flow and everything that I wrote to it mm. to match this person. And then they go in and they learn it. You treat it like a song on the radio and you listen to it over and over and over and you learn it. Mm. And that way when you read in the lyrics, you got the flow. Cadence in the pocket, and you know, there's reference Tracks, I mean, you could look up, if you if you uh, Look up on YouTube, put Biggie uh, Queen Bitch You'll see mm-hmm. the Biggie reference for the Little Kim joint, Right, right. And he's talking about Puss, and this, and that, and all this stuff That you'd be like, whoa, mm. that's big saying that Because he wrote it for Kim, and he referenced it right, So the right. reference leaked years ago, so that's just One example of ghostwriting mm. um, So yeah, being a ghostwriter, man, I done Worked with a ton of people, you know People who, the funny thing About it, it's like people who my fans would never think I would be in a room with. So like if I'm on this side of the fence and it's hip hop and boom bap and the real and the raw, I go on that side of the fence and it's, you know, the chef and the maid and the, and the, the, the gate opens up and, you know, the elevator in the house and the yeah, studio yeah. with the SSL in the crib with the butlers and the crab legs and the, this and the, that and yeah. the, Champagne, do you need more champagne while you write, I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? I'm bringing it. it. Fuck it. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's a whole nother world of, like, artists that, that I've been blessed and fortunate to write for uh, that have nothing to do with my side of, quote, That's unquote, boom, bap, hip hop. So it's cool because I, I, I say I get to dance in both worlds. I could dance here. I could dance there. You know, I, I like that. So yeah. it's dope. It, it, it brings in a bunch of money, and, and it gets me in other rooms, which is cool. And it opens up other doors, you know. Obviously, mm. I can't get into who I write for, but right, right, right. Uh, a friend of mine was like, a friend of mine a while ago was like, "Yo, I was on Facebook and I saw this this chat, and the whole thing was who the skies who write for." <laughs> and he started rattling off names, and he was mad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, "That shit is great. Like, it's yeah. just buzzing me up crazy. That shit is great. Don't yeah. be mad." And some of the names was wrong, but some of them was some right. Some of them was, was right. Yeah, some wow. of them was right. He, he was reading. It. I was like. Yeah, they got a couple of those right. You know what I mean? But, you know, it was this big debate of like, yo, who this guy right for? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to jump in that chat. But some of that shit was right and some of it was wrong. You know what I mean? But it's cool, man. I got in. um I know you asked how, how I got started. Mm. I got in through my man, Ilma. And for mm. those who may not know, shout out to my brother, Ilma. He's an amazing producer. work with everybody from myself and, and little brother to mm-hmm. 50 Cent to Drake to... Logic to future, everybody, man. Shout out to El, big Knicks fan too. Mm. Uh, shout out to my brother Elmin. So before that, I was trying to get in ghostwriting through other ghostwriters. So I'll meet people that I knew was ghostwriters, and yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's good? Yo, yo, I know you writing for so and so. Yo, yeah. when you in there, yo, give me a call, man. I'll come in and write with you. And they're like, mm. yeah, 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 no doubt. And the phone would never ring. Why would they call me? to take food off table, Right, 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 but it took right. Me, it took a second for me to do the math because I was just so ready to get in that room. And I'm like, wait a minute. They looking at it like... For those watching, like, most Ghostwriters, not all, but most Ghostwriters are rappers who didn't make it. Hmm. And that's not a slight. It's just a fact. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of dudes, they'll be super nice with the pen, but they may not have the right look or they may have a funny voice mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they may be... It may be kind of an introvert, so yeah, they're not yeah. ready for the light and the interviews. They'll sit with somebody like you and kind of freeze mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're introverted and they don't like dealing with the light and the people. Mm-hmm. So you can't make that guy a star. You can't make that guy an artist. It's mm-hmm. very hard, but his pen is crazy. His pen is fluid. Mm-hmm. So he become a ghostwriter. All he got to do is go to the studio, write, boom, boom. But he wishes that he had a career where right. he could tour, sell records, sit with CP and Knicks Fan TV and do all these cool things. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you got Sky Zoo coming in the room. I rap, I tour, I sell records, I sell merch, I get with the people, I go on the road, I sit with people like you, I make money as an artist. So now I'm trying to get into some more money, ghostwriting, and you looking like, yo, you somewhere that I'm not. I ain't bringing you over here where I'm at. You know what I mean? So that's that's the moral of that story. So I had to learn to go through somebody else who wouldn't feel, you know, kind of, you know, slighted or feel like I'm stepping on their toes or whatever. And that was Ilman, because Ilman's a producer. yeah not eating his food and not eating mine. we good, you know what I mean? And that's my brother. So he wound up working with some people in L.A., and uh, he came home. He came back to New York and and called me, like, yo, next time I go to L.A., you got to come with me, man. Mm -hmm. They need writers. I was like, bet. Mm -hmm. I went out there, started writing, so-and-so, and it was just moving. It was like, yo, this you? Yeah, yeah. Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy. Okay, cool. Then other people was coming in the session, other artists, and they was playing the references I did, mm. and it was like, "Yo, that's the new song. That's that's your new joint." Yeah, ah, my man right here wrote <laughs> that. That's him. <laughs> Word, that's you doing the reference to? Yo, take my number. Take my yo. Boom, boom, boom. So I need just to throw like you. that. And it just started snowballing, right. man. And yeah. it was nonstop. And I'm getting pulled in this studio. I'm leaving out of. I'm sneaking out of one session to go to the another one to come back. It just got crazy, yeah. man. And, and it's been dope. That's dope, man. That's, that's dope how he opened up that door for you and things
3: just kept pouring in. Yeah, that's, that's my brother, man. Yeah. Shout out to Ilmind, Ilmi. Shout out to Ill So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the you boys. CP and Sky Zoo were talking nicks and all the brilliant things. His new album dropping this Friday. So make Maddie. sure you guys go check that out, man. Um, yeah. Independence. Independence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we kind of ride this, this digital wave and, and technologies, you know, um, you know, increasing the way we connect with each other globally, you know, each day is, is getting better and better and new advancements coming out. Um, you, obviously, you have all your social media platforms your YouTubes and everybody's going direct to consumer now. You have mm-hmm. your, your social audio, your clubhouse and so on and so forth. You have NFTs in which, you know, yeah. artists, both visual artists, you know, um, musicians and the like are, are you know, Using that as as another way uh, uh, for for revenue stream, how do you see yourself, you know, playing those avenues today to kind of further your brand as an independent artist?
2: Yeah, well, uh, well as an indie artist, man, you got to wear so many hats. If mm-hmm. anybody watching that's inspiring artists, whether you're indie or you want to be indie or you want to go major, whatever it is, you got to wear so many hats as an independent artist, um, I manage myself. I handle all my bookings, hmm. everything. You know what I mean? When, when we got together, when you hit me, you hit me. I ain't say you hit my manager, you hit me. Yeah. Yo, Sky, boom, what time we, yo, you good? Yeah, yeah, let's do it at such, such time. That's being an independent artist. You know, you wearing so many hats and controlling everything. You know, I'll be in the booth recording a verse and the phone will ring mid-verse. Like, I'm rhyming off the notes on the phone and I'm, I'm recording and then, Boom, my lawyer calls with the points on the split for this song or, you Mm -hmm. know, my PR person calls about this interview I got to do or the person doing my artwork calls because whatever. I don't have a manager or somebody or a label to kind of get in the middle of that, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's Mm -hmm. by choice. You know, being independent, you really, really wear those hats. You know, you got to do it all. And now even major label artists, I think anybody in music now, you got to move like you were indie, even if you're a major. You got to be hands on with your creative side, Mm -hmm. you know, putting your video treatments together, styling yourself or or co-styling yourself with your stylist, putting together your interviews, posting your own stuff, going out and, yo, this is my joint is coming out this time, setting up your own Instagram lives, whatever. You know, you're officially becoming more of a label at that point. Mm -hmm. You're becoming more of a business at that point. So all that stuff is important. And for anybody watching, trying to get in, know that you're going to have to juggle multiple things. You ain't just going to be able to create. Like the 90s, where you could just sit, blow an L, and write all day, like right, right. you know, what I mean, it's, it's a yeah. different vibe now. You, with the with the
3: pandemic, you mentioned your surgery, you know, you yeah, had the pop on your vocal cords, but also the pandemic also stopped a lot of shows, a lot of tours. You, oh, know, yeah. where you mentioned you, oh, you, yeah. you're a road warrior. Um, yeah. how did that impact you, and how, how have you been, you know, navigating out of that?
2: Yeah, it was wild, man, because you know, I had so much stuff lined up, you know, I literally had a month-long tour for Europe already booked. Mm-hmm. I had two weeks in South Africa already booked. Mm-hmm. Like, I had all this stuff already going. I had done uh myself and Elzai. Shout out to my man Elzai. We had done a couple tours for the Retropolitan joint. I put together the Retropolitan mm-hmm. tour and brought them with me, and we rocked out for months. And, um, you know, throughout 20... What was that? So I guess that was 2019. Yeah. And then uh, all this stuff was supposed to happen in 2020, and then, boom, you know, the Rona hit, and mm-hmm. everything shut down, and we don't know what's going on and where it's going to be. I haven't touched a stage since December 2019. Mm. That was the last stage I touched. Me and my man, Fred the Godson, rest in peace, yeah, Fred. Me and Fred was for the Godson, tour. For real. And then the the Rona, uh, the start of all that stuff happened and everything was shut down. And obviously, you know, the unfortunate happened when he passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, my last show, yeah, it was um, December 2019, man. And I got one coming up this week. So it's my first time coming back. That's right. So I'm like, all right, man, we ain't been in the gym in, like, 10 months. What are we going to do? You know, it's yeah. that type of vibe. Like, but I'm excited for it. But thank God I was able to stay afloat. You know, uh, my family didn't miss a meal. My son's room looked like Toys R Us. Like, everything yeah. is cool, you know. And that's because I got other things. So if we're not touring, ghostwriting is still right, happening. Right, right. I, I recorded the crib. I got the full studio in the crib. Mm-hmm. I record send the reference back. We send the paper back. We do the splits. Boom, boom, boom. Or, you know, record sales from previous joints Mm -hmm. and, you know, licensing opportunities from records that I got or records I just placed or just made and on commercials and TV shows and movies. So all that money was still coming in. But the road is real. You know, for everybody watching, man, the road and the merch table, you get your merch game right. Yeah. I you can walk away straight cash, baby. Like the road is real because that merch table is heaven. It's It's heaven for everybody watching. So speaking of the road, you know, you know, Knicks Fan TV is a, is a
3: global, global platform. Uh, yeah. give me your, your top three favorite
2: cities to tour. Uh, I love being in London. Uh, I love UK, being yeah. in Johannesburg, South Africa. I'm giving you the world because I yeah. know you said global. Yeah. Um, I love Toronto. Yeah. T Dot. Shout out T Dot. Yeah. And, and, and if we're talking about the states, uh, I'm not going to say New York because that's not touring. Right, right, York, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, L.A. is always great. Uh, Chicago. Chicago is always mm. amazing, man. I Every show I've ever done in Chicago sold out, wall to wall, like had to turn people away. Every mm-hmm. show I've ever done in Chicago, man. Chicago is love. Baltimore is love. Uh, Detroit. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Atlanta is always great being down here. Chicago, man. Chicago yeah, is... Don't. Chicago is for real, man. When I go to Chicago. It's a blast, man. Every trip. Shout out. Shout out to
3: Chi Town. So to everybody in the chat once again. Sh- shout out to Thank everybody you. in the UK, Canada, South Africa as well, man. If you guys are checking in from those cities, man, definitely shout out to Please, you guys. Please, if, for if sure. you,
2: people at home watching, man, if you ever get the opportunity, go to South Africa. Mm. Never mind whatever, you know, pre connotations, whatever you may have yeah. of South Africa and of Africa in general, it's the most beautiful place in the world they got more money than you would imagine. Mm. You know what I mean? You go to the mall, they got Louis stores and chicks pulling up in Rovers, and you go to the <laughs> club, and it's Ace of Spades everywhere. You're like, yo, because you're used to the commercials yeah. with all the stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. South Africa is amazing. And you could come up on the Humble and get a flight to South Africa for, like, 700 nice. depending on when you book it, which is nothing.
4: Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. like
2: going on a goat and getting two pairs. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. It's like going on a goat and getting two pairs of dead stock. So, yeah. like... Go to South Africa if you get the chance, man. Go to Johannesburg, go to Cape Town, and just tap in with with real life, man. Like, I went to a lion park and and was running with lions for real. It was crazy, man. Like, that was life or death, but, you know, my parents thought I was bugging. They was like, yo, why would you do that? Like, when I emailed them back, they was like, yo, why would you do that? Like, don't ever do that again. I was like, I had to just. I had to say, hey, I experience, you know I mean? man. So, yeah, it's, it's an yeah. experience. So if you get the chance, go to and CP. If you get the chance, go to South Africa, bro. Yeah, of course. Off season, of course. Season, no Knicks, man. nothing to talk about on the on, on the screen. It's, it's, it's on the list, man. South Africa. South Africa,
3: Australia, been on the list. Uh, I'm in the UK all the time. I got family in the UK for sure. Hey, T dot. Australia's as well. great too. Australia's yeah, though. Australia's been on my list, um, and yeah, South Africa definitely been on the list, man. So yeah. we'll we'll certainly check it out um, on the album. All, all the brilliant things. You, you mm-hmm. mentioned the story. What, what is the story behind it, the, the
2: concept behind the album? Yeah, so it's a conceptual piece. Uh, it is about gentrification and cultural appropriation. You know, mm-hmm. it's solely about those two things, what they mean, what they're about, and how the two play hand-in-hand. Uh, and it really just breaks down... The things that have been taken from us as a people, as folk that look like you and I, you know, uh, the things that we've let go, the things that we've given away, things that we've sold and not noticing the value, you know, when it comes to our homes and where yeah, we're from. Yeah. You look at the changes that have happened all over the place. And then when you talk about cultural appropriation, too, and you talk about how all these things that we've created and, and how they get snatched from us. And I look at a lot of other Walks of life, and I look at a lot of other things that have been created, and other types of people who don't look like you and I. Mm-hmm. Those things don't happen to them. Their cultures don't get taken from them, or stripped, or used, or sold, or flipped and remixed and bounced. And you mm-hmm. know, no one is telling them how to do what they do. But when they come to us, I feel like people feel like they can tell us how to be more us than us. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you well, ain't us. Yeah. How you going yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I always use the example of it's like me telling. A 75, 80-year-old Italian grandmom, how to make Italian food. Yeah, how to make so that audacity, sauce, right? I can never. How to make that, that gravy, yeah, yeah. What kind of audacity is that? I could yeah. never. I can either enjoy it or not. She may not be the greatest. That may not be the greatest Italian food I ever had. Just walk away. But I can't ever tell her, yo, you don't know what you're doing. That's yeah. not real. Yo, this woman is from there. Like, how can I do that? So yeah. it's the same thing. But I feel like with us, people tell us how to do what we do and they're not us, or they're not from us. They're not from where we're from, and they're right. not from our walks of lives, and they don't understand it, you know? And, you know, you go on you go on the GOAT app or sneakers app or whatever, and you got a bunch of people dressed like us that don't look like us, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and But they won't hire us to do those ads, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. they'll hire people who don't look like us who could pretend. Yo, throw this hoodie on, throw this Supreme hoodie on, yeah. and throw these Deadstock ones on, and throw this beanie on, and we're going to do this shoot. But they won't look at us for that, you know? Because yeah. we're yeah. not hip-hop enough you talking about we right. are hip-hop right you know what i mean so right. that's what the record is about that and, and and it's not a race thing i don't want people who are listening like damn sky's on this thing it's not a race thing literally yeah. it's about culture and where we live that's it yeah. you know it's about these things and how they play hand in hand and just kind of trying to get back what's ours and get control of it you know it ain't about nobody enjoying what we have or where we live it's just enjoy it with us. Don't don't think you could take it from us. Just come be a part of it. Get yeah. involved. Bring you know? bring, so bring us it in us. the
3: fold. Bring us in the fold, man. Now that that's right. deep and and um, cer- certainly something that you know I'm cognizant of. And as you said, it's, it's in so many facets of life. Whether it's music, the arts, um, mm-hmm. fashion, sports, media, yeah. media big time in, in media. You know when yeah. when you look at you know how we index on these social platforms. Whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse. So on yes. and so forth. And and we just don't have much ownership stake in, in a lot right. of these areas. And so right. um, that that's very important, man. I'm with you on that 100 percent. It's very important. Uh, but yeah. as I said, I feel like with the evolution of, of a lot of these platforms, um, it should make it more accessible for us, you know, if we support it. You know what I mean? If we support these endeavors that a lot of our people are are coming out with, we have to push that, you know, push the the
2: issue for sure. 100%. You you hit the nail on the head, man, because I know people that'll do... I know people that'll that'll trip over themselves to do interviews with certain types. But then it'd be somebody coming up with a new platform, somebody building something real, somebody putting the work in and doing something real dope, and they'll ignore it because of, oh, yeah, that's that, whatever, nah, nah, nah. But meanwhile, that person is more like you than than the person you tripping over yourself to go yeah. get with. Mm-hmm. And that person will understand what you're doing, probably give you a better review, a better breakdown, give you a better story and a better interview because they understand what you was doing on that project or what you was doing on that record. Yeah. But you'll trip over yourself to get with some other people who don't understand it, don't care about it, and if you was to get shot tomorrow, you're just a bigger headline for them, and then that's it. You know? so. Yeah. It's those things like it. it we got to take some accountability for certain things. And then other things we got to really sit there and take all this shit back and, and, and get back in the driver's seat. And that's what the record's about. hundred
3: uh, percent, man. Um, Thursday's event. Let, let's talk about Thursday's event. Just promote it for the people um, yeah. who may be in the NYC area or not, because you said there's an opportunity for those who aren't to, to participate.
2: Yeah, so Thursday night, I'm performing the entire album, All the Brilliant Things with a live band uh, the night before the album drops. So the dope thing about it is most of the time you get a show when somebody drop a record and it's after the record came out. With this is before the record came out. So you get to literally hear the entire record before it drops. And then as soon as the show is over, it's almost midnight and you could go online and get the record or whatever it is, however you get your music. So um, we're doing it Thursday, June 10th in New York at a, a spot called Berlin in LES. a buy in New York, you know the lower in LES. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to berlin.nyc. Limited tickets because of COVID. So we had a small number at first. It sold out right away. They opened up a few more tickets for people, and I think that might be sold out or almost sold out, but go to uh, berlin.nyc. Or if you want to check it from the crib, it's a fully produced show on, uh, on Happen H-A-P-P-I-N. Okay. So if you look up happen.com, Uh, or if you search the Happen app on your phone, you can literally sit at the crib, buy a ticket for $10, $20, whatever, and just sit at the crib and put it on the screen and, you know, do do the streaming thing with it and just catch it virtually, which I think is super, super dope. You can sit at the crib and catch me do this. And it's a fully produced show. It's not somebody holding my phone for my Instagram live. You know what I mean? Full production. It's a fully produced show. Like, it's going to look nuts. So, it's dope.
3: Dope, dope, dope. Um... You know, Versus verses was a big phenomenon during the pandemic. You know, Swizz and Timberland definitely did their thing for the culture. Uh, just signed the deal with Triller. Yeah. Who, who would a Sky Zoo battle in a Versus? You know, who, who, would, who would be your ideal versus opponent? Oh, I don't,
2: I don't know, man. That's a crazy one, man. I don't know. Um, hmm, I thought about that before, but I yeah. couldn't really, I couldn't really come up with nothing, man. Who, who would you say? Maybe that'll man. start the flame. I mean, would you go Quali? Lee? Nah, because Kwai's go... an OG. Yeah, Kwai's an OG. Kwai's an OG. OG.
1: Kwa is you know what I mean? Mean? Yeah, a he's
2: such an OG, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Quali, Kwa, Kwai is an OG, man. Yeah. What would you? I, I don't think. know. That, that That's a unique one. Yeah. I've thought about yeah. it. I couldn't come up with nothing, man. Yeah. Like. You know, maybe my brother Tore, but that's my brother, you know. Yeah, what I mean? That's family. Yeah. And half the records we got together because we got albums together. You know right, what I mean? So right, right. They become more of a red and meth thing where we'll just party yeah. and perform. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't I, know, but that's dope though. I felt like
3: um the only verses I liked a lot of them. I didn't like the Kiss versus Fab one, bro. Yeah. I didn't feel like that was an even matchup. To me, I thought a more entertaining one would have been Kiss versus Styles. I know they didn't want to do it. I know Styles didn't want to do it. Because they brothers, yeah, yeah. but that would have been crazy. It would have been crazy, man. yeah Yeah, but I just felt like with Kiss versus Fab, Kiss was kind of, he had the advantage because he could take most of the lock stuff, his verses from the lock stuff, without even dipping into his album stuff, which I thought, you know, obviously the lock stuff was, was much better from that catalog, but I just felt like Fab, you know, Fab had more commercial hits, obviously. Right. And I just thought it it was just a clash of sounds. You know, obviously, yeah. old fab, you know, from the from the earlier albums was great, but I didn't yeah. like that matchup, bro. I didn't yeah. like it, man. I, I, I thought did. Kiss It was entertaining because of-
2: Kiss, yeah, Kiss, Kiss was loaded. He, it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. He was drinking. Was it was loaded. Man. I loved it. I, yeah. I was, yo, that, that's the Jada. I know I loved it, man. Like, yeah. Kiss was definitely
3: loaded, man. Ari said to Super Chat, he says, oh, man, I don't know if you're going to answer this. He says, start, bench, cut. J.
2: Cole, Kendrick, or Drake? That's rough, man. Um, dude, I, Honestly, I'd start all of them, man. I know some people may feel a way yeah. about Drake being more commercial or whatever, but Drake is super dope, super, super dope. You know what I mean? And obviously, Cole is dope. Kendrick is dope. Like All three of them are super dope, man. That's a tough one. You know, I don't yeah, know. I don't.
3: That's tough. I wouldn't cut none of them. Yeah. I wouldn't cut none of them. That that's tough, man. I, I don't yeah. know if, if if I could even answer that. I, I wouldn't cut it. none of them. Yeah. Um. Salute to Rare Edition sends a super chat. He says, "Skies, you I still believe you were the winner against Jin in that Freestyle <laughs> Friday." Shout out one hundred oh, and six in Park. Everybody that used to watch that man. He says, "Salute." I remember uh meeting you in a couple times in downtown Brooklyn. Handed out mixtapes. Stay blessed. Exactly.
2: Yep. Stay so, blessed. So yeah. So that was. Man, that was 19 years ago. So he probably might have met me around then, or maybe a few years later. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing, man. That is it's wild how time flies. Yeah, man. 19, yeah. He, he Shout out to everybody bad. on that. Shout
3: out to the homie for tapping in. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I said for Hypnotic already. Shout out for Hypnotic. Chuck D sends a super chat. He says, Yo, R, are we talking about not holding on to someone? Picture Randall going to Philly, playing alongside Embiid and Ben Simmons passing it in. Picture that. Wow. Hey, Philly could use something like that, man, because the, the Hawks
2: put it crazy. on him. And, and Tobias, I mean, they wouldn't yeah. be able to afford it, but wow, that's yeah. crazy. Shout Tobias out to is Tobias. Man. I yeah. remember when people was trying to clap Tobias, like, yo, don't bring Tobias to the Knicks. And he's over there wilding right now. I'm like, yo, Knicks fans, as much as I love us, you got to yeah. chill sometimes, man. Like, the <laughs> we never satisfied It's Like, yo, chill. Like, Tobias would be awesome on this team. Yeah. Tobias could play. He's not looking to be the number one option. Yeah. He could go off and give you 30 if you really need it. He do his job. Why would you clap Tobias? He's great. Shout like out, out to Bias, he is the top man. No, but he's a dope, dope, dope player yeah. who could totally catch wreck at the three spot on his team. Like that's, long, so that's a lot L. of those little moments bro. that we, we be clapping everybody for no reason, man. And <laughs> the people that should get clapped, like Francis, don't get clapped. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. Shout out to Bias,
3: man. Hopefully they uh They they got to come back with a. He they need him. You know, they're going to they need an offensive yeah. performance from him because I think M B will show up. Simmons, you can't count on him, you know, scoring points. But against the Hawks, you got to score, bro.
2: Yeah, the fact that they got washed like that on that first one, yeah. man, it was crazy. I, I didn't yeah. see that happening. Um, man, if Atlanta go to Eastern Conference Finals, woof! I'm telling man. you. I, I'm telling woo. you,
3: man. Um, I'm reading the suit the, the chats right now. I think people are throwing the input in in the verses. They got Sky Zoo versus Elzy. They got oh, Torrey.
2: Yeah, that, that would be dope. Me
3: and Elzad. Yeah, be dope. that would uh, be dope. He said Torrey and Fonte Gallo. Uh, yeah. Shout out, little brother. Um, yeah. We said Torrey. Let's see. Well, somebody else said Tyler Quali. Uh, Skyju versus Terminology.
2: I thought about term for a second. That's yeah. my brother. Shout the yeah. term. That would be I right, too. Yeah, that would be I. Right. Me and pa- Term. Term is my guy. Papa Left says Skaiju versus Mickey Fax. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yeah, Mickey's man. I just was with Mickey the other day. That that would be smooth. A lot of these, but that's the cool thing about what Versus became. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's your friends. It started out with, yo, you ain't better than me. Yo, you ain't right, better than right, me. Right. Now it's like your friends and you just celebrating life. Like, I love when you did that record. Check out my record, you know. So that that's dope. Everybody yeah. they named. Those ain't bad choices. The only yeah. thing with Kwalie is he's an OG man. Right, right, right. I bought Kwalie right, 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 right. joint. I bought Black Star yeah. when I was in tenth grade. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I ain't doing that. That's true. an OG. You true know story. What I mean? True story. Um, all right, so we're gonna
3: we're gonna close the show, man. This was a great show. Definitely want to thank who for joining us, man. We definitely oh, wrapped you. on a lot. Remember, remember to go get all the brilliant things this Friday. The release Friday. and check out the the album release. Stream this Thursday. This Thursday. What was the website again? It was Happens? happens. Happen. H a p p i n. H a p p i n dot com. Tianna, Dave, just throw
2: that in the chat. H a p p i n com. Starts at seven thirty, right? App and, app and all that too. So yeah. you can watch it on your on your computer. Or you can get the app and watch it on your phone. Seven thirty, right? Yep. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. This Thursday. Let's let's get it, man. And the album. The, the album is a beautiful piece, man. It really, really is something special. You know, everybody gonna say their kid is smart. Everybody gonna say their kid is gorgeous. This kid I made with this album <laughs> is, a, is a beautiful, gorgeous, Set. brilliant kid. You know, what I mean, like word up. Well, looking forward to it, man. And you know,
3: after all the adversity that you went through through this pandemic, man, I, I'm sure yeah. it's uh it's it's a reward. You know, it's a a sign of your your determination, your perseverance,
2: you know, to battle through those obstacles. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it for real. And and thank you for having me on here. You know, like I told you before, man, I I watch The Joint all the time. Appreciate it. After every game, I would go to The Joint, and it would be like starting in 30 minutes. And I'm like, damn, 30 minutes? I got to wait. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) Because I'm a fan of the show, man. I'm a fan of the show. I think it's brilliant the way you put this thing together and where you took it. You know, there's a lot of people doing fan shows and, and fan sites for the Knicks. Mm. And you just, you took that thing to the moon, man. You know, being on ESPN with Max and all the other things you got going on and, you know, the icon Chuck tapping in every night and all the guests you've had, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them I know personally, like my man Dave Zinner. Shout out to my man Dave. Yeah, shout First out to Dave, Steve man. Donahue, yeah. you know, uh, Ian Begley's my guy, yep. you know, all those guys. But you got a lot of people in here. I'm like, damn, you got so-and-so. I think it's beautiful, man. So I don't know if heads be giving you them flowers when they come on here, but, but I'm yeah. going to give them to you, man. I no, appreciate you, you it, rock man. Rock and Pre- Appreciate it. I mean, the flowers
3: come to me when the people watch, you know what I mean? And the people Not comment too. and they share and we just keep growing. So I, I see it, you know, through the analytics and everything like that, man. So yeah. definitely appreciate, you know, all the love, man. And and as I Go said, out. Chuck opens up a lot of doors for us this season, man. So definitely yeah. appreciate that, man. And yeah, we're going to get to J Boogie right now. We're going to close the show
1: is Jay, that my
3: man yep, who'll be on? Yep, 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 uh, yep, yeah. yep, yep, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Boogie from North Carolina checking in, closing the show. What's going on, bro?
1: Salute, salute, salute. Three capital S's. But I can't do that right now because I got four S's. <laughs> salute, salute, salute. And four capital S's. The other one's for Sky. Appreciate you being in the building, my brother. You know what I'm saying? We Peace need that of love. love in here, man. Salute you. Congratulations to your new LP that's dropping out. One week, at, one week at the Lloyd Bank. I need more bars, man. I respect that. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for sharing your life and situation and everything, how you fought back, got your vocal back right and everything, and you were doing yeah. all that ghostwriting, but now it's like time to let the whole world hear. Time yeah. for that voice writing. Salute you, man, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Salute you. Thank God Just made you made it brother. back through, man, and give us your voice, man. Appreciate you, Child brother. To I appreciate my man you. CP, all the words. I forgot about you last, uh, during the closing. When I was running down everything that happened great for us in the season, I forgot one main topic. Yeah. And the main topic after, you know what I'm saying, that was. And you gotta appreciate us getting C P going all the way on ESPN all almost all season long, knocking off Max Kellerman's helmet, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you for doing that, you know what I'm saying? You gotta respect and love that man. But everybody that thinks it's the off season, it's ain't the off season, this is on season, it's time for the officers to start getting their work, get their building and everything, what they're supposed to do, and handling their business right now, right here, right now. This is their time right now to show up. The team showed up and the coaching staff showed up. time for the all off- season to, sh- to show up and handle their business. I point my fingers at three people and the three people is Leon Rose, Worldwide West, and Perry. I asked y'all three to go ahead and put this situation together like it's supposed to be. Y'all know what we need. Y'all know what we want, and y'all know you know what I'm saying. It's only y'all that can make it happen. You know what I'm saying. The Knicks is all the way back. The organization is back. The, the front office is back. The all uh, the um uh, the um the um culture staff is back, and behind that, all the fans is back. And what's behind all the fans? All the podcasters. And what's behind all the podcasters? All the chats. You know what I'm saying. Mm. Everything that we got going on, ain't no other organization got a fan base like the New York Knicks that orange and blue when I say orange and blue I'm talking about the New York Knicks I ain't talking about the Denver Broncos I ain't talking about the Auburn Tigers none of that I'm talking about that that New York sky orange and blue man love it all the way to death man it's our squad right here man appreciating everything but I'm gonna share one thing with y'all real quick and I'm gonna roll out everybody unsure about what's going on when you hear the dame talk all this and that I'm gonna give it to you real easy Brian Warnhurst. I think I said his last name right. Yeah. He told us in the middle of the season the Knicks are in position right now to go get a disgruntled all star and after that go sign a free agent. That's all I'm going to say. If y'all remember Brian saying that, that's all I'm going to say. It sounds like it's starting to come about what Brian said. That's a basketball guy. He know more than what we know. God bless y'all. Stay healthy and safe. Continue to protect yourself. Protect your home. Fathers, love your kids. Mothers, love your kids. Fathers, love your wives. Wives, love your husband. If your boyfriend and girlfriend, go further than that. Put a ring on it. Appreciate her being in your (laughs) life, man. And God bless my man, Scott do your thing and tear the gym down you know what I'm saying Thursday night y'all heard that first time in history somebody gonna perform before the album even drop most That's people perform awesome. before, before, after the album drop he's doing it the opposite way man God bless you man shout out to Chuck D and everybody in the chat man everybody else man shout out to Asty and shout out to, to CK2K and the best board man it is in the business Super Day I'ma holler back yes, see sure. y'all the next time that bell go off and when that bell wow. go off y'all know what time it is it's KFT Nick Fair TV <laughs> and I'm the J Boogie and we out that's it bro peace and love shout out to J Boogie
2: to hey man listen I got one I got a J Boogie close out on my show I got one I'm good let's I'm go. Good to that's, go that's I'm it man stamp- I'm solidifying my stamp, stamp, bro.
3: The stamp, man. Well, like I said, bro, um, definitely appreciate all the time that you gave us. Uh, We locked in on Thursday. And uh, make sure you guys in the chat, make sure you check that out. TM and Dave, make sure you guys throw the app in there. H-A-P-P-I-N, right? Happen. The Happen app or Happen.com. Make sure you download it Thursday, 730, man, on time. Sky Zoo premieres the album, all the brilliant things, man. Um, Scott, yeah. before we wrap, any any
2: last words to the chat? Just shout to everybody in the chat, man. Shout to everybody, please. You know, put them thumbs up for your boy and and, and tap in and subscribe and do all that, man. And, and, and you know, shout to shout to you, brother, man. Like I said, you've been cooking and this thing is real and I see where, where you got it and where it's going, man. So shout to you. Shout to everybody who's been showing love, man. You know, everybody in the chat, everybody who's been tapped in for years and years. You know, this is, man, I don't even know what number project this is. You know what I mean? This yeah. is like my my fifth solo album, but it's like my 20th, 25th project altogether. And, and it's been a serious ride, and I love it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed and fortunate. I don't call them fans. I call them fam. You know what I mean? Because so, once you've been around that long and you really tapped in and, and, and we here and you relate, you fam. So shout out to all the fam out there. For real, for real. And the Knicks, man, let's get it, man. Let's let's get... I ain't gonna, ta- I ain't gonna tear that guy down no more. Pause. I was gonna to go back French bread. I'm not gonna tear that guy down. No more. Yeah, I know how I feel about French bread. But, um, <laughs> nah, shout out to everybody tapping in and all the true real Knicks fans. A real Knicks fan is a realist. So we're gonna keep it a bean, you know? Like, one of the callers called in earlier, like, yo, Knicks fans... If you say something bad about the Knicks, they want to tear you down. Those ain't real Knicks fans. They living in a pipe dream, yeah. you know, like a real Knicks fan to keep it a bean. If we here, we here. If we here, we got to acknowledge it and pick it up. So you yes, know, shout out to all the real Knicks fans tapped in.
3: Absolutely, man. And once again, everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Get that all thing, all the brilliant things this Friday. And yeah, uh, yeah man, we'll catch you on the next.
7: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?